We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. Alright, so, uh, welcome everyone. If those of you, it's your first time, uh, uh, buckle up for some interesting... <laughs> Uh, so we're a bunch of voice actors from Pinhead and Dragons, and uh, this is our campaign we've been running for a while. Uh, to give you a little heads up on the story so far, uh, the party was hired to find an individual named Lady Kima. She is a halfling paladin of the uh, the, the Platinum Dragon Bahamut is her deity. And we she, found her. Hmm? We found her. You, you did. <laughs> I was going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> so they went seeking her in caverns beneath the dwarven city of Craghammer after uh, much fighting and uh, surviving, they managed to find their way to a Duragar fortress called Emberhold, where they found Lady Kima captive beneath. They released her, and then using her help, assaulted the throne room at the top and managed to slay King Murgle of the Duragar. However, in the process, Grog, our uh, in- intrepid uh, barbarian, was kidnapped by the queen, mage before she could be slain, who then also disintegrated a portion of the roof, letting an entire cavalcade of molten rock into the fortress. The party then had to make a heated escape. However, a number of their party members, due to the gaze of a basilisk, or two basilisks that were kept in the throne room as pets, Lady Kima and our Tiberius Stormwind, our our Dragonborn Sorcerer, are currently stone. Uh, Dragging them out of the fortress as the magma began to fill the interior, uh, a very depth escape was made, Aside from Vax, unfortunately, getting his foot temporarily submerged in the lava, taking some serious damage to his foot, um, the party managed to make their way outside of Emberhold proper, and you've all taken a moment to breathe at this point, realizing that thankfully, for the most part, you've all survived. Aside from the missing party member and a few in a state of flux at the moment. So, picking up there as we leave off, uh, where we left off, uh, you're all breathing heavily. The sincerity of the battle has just come over you. The adrenaline's still pumping through your, your system. Foot's melted off. It's kind of there. Mostly. So you can see four of the five toes. Oh, that's uh, not bad. Four out of five. Do Three and a half. Did I lose the big or the small? Uh, <laughs> uh, this would be small. Okay. So, okay, you could do that. so your balance is probably a little wonky. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit. 
So, hear that athlete's foot though. Gone. Sure enough. Is anyone following us? Can we do a quick check around to just see if there's any? Make quick perception check. Perception check. Starting it off with a 19. Yay! Glancing around, you start hearing various Durgar screams from above as the ones. The individuals that were still inside the fortress are in the process of trying to get out, or in the process of slowly melting in the molten rock. Um, what you do also notice is that off towards the bottom base of the stronghold, a number of the Duragar that reside in the buildings that surround the exterior of Emberhold proper are mounting arms and charging up towards the stronghold to give aid to wherever this seeming loud shouting and screaming is coming from. Does anyone seem to be paying attention to us? Yeah. No, they're far enough away where you don't think it's an issue and you're off to the side for the moment, but you do see probably a close to 30 to 40 Duragar are currently swarming out of the small city and making their way towards Emberhold. So right now they're just kind of focused on the chaos of the temple. Yes. There was a path further down. <laughs> there was a path further down that led further on into the tunnels. I think we should follow that. Well, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, Grog can't be far, right? He could be in another dimension. No. no, he can only be a thousand feet away. Who says who? They they used the they used your the spell dimension door that that Tiberius oh. has. So we hope he used the dimension door. I have a spell that can go to another dimension. Well, I I remember <laughs> the gods on high telling us last week that Ty, we recognized the spell that was used. By to the way, dimension this door. is the That's best right. conversation we've ever had with Tiberius. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, oh man, I feel like it's gonna come I back to bite you in the ass later. Um, because <laughs> he is still conscious, right? So wait, no. Frog's Frog's he is, he is darkness, he can't hear, he's not conscious, if, he is currently if Frog is close, oh. we still need to get out of the way of these 30 people. We still need to hide. Let's at least, let's at least follow the path, find a place where we can hide and just Around a corner or something, can we stealth kind of further down? You can try to. You currently are carrying two large solid stone statues with you. Yeah. So it's so it's definitely possible, but you're gonna have to come up with a creative way of doing so. Gronk had the rug, didn't you? Yes, I can do that. Gronk had the entire bag of holding. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Pass Without a Trace on the party. Okay. Percy, I think you and I are on Tiberius. Yes. Okay. If we do not move, will this thirty Duragar mass hit us? Some you can find out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like asking the future. <laughs> um, maybe, can I use my rope of infinite twine, which I have on my purse and I never used All right. Um, because it's connected to my rope. Right. Um, can I use that and like tie it around Kima and hook it to Trinket so he can drag Kima along? You can. Okay. So, uh, I, I will say for this circumstance, you guys preparing this, casting the spell, getting dragging the stone. Uh, the group make an initiative check. Oh, no. We took too much time. <clears throat> we should just run. Natural 20. Woo! Yeah, yeah. some flashing, there we go. Uh, that's, so, that's been a kind idea. So, 20 plus whatever your initiative modifier is. 27. 27? 13. Here, 10. <laughs> 12. 17. 15. All right. Okay, so. Distract them. Get them away from us. <clears throat> you guys begin to drag the stone, or <laughs> your two stone companions, across the uh, jagged obsidian floor of this in this deep, dark cavern. 
Uh, the heat from the nearby lava fall is still causing you to sweat profusely, and you're sore from the previous battle you just endured. Those of you who are wounded, you can feel the stretch of the muscles and the tearing of what sinew has taken damage in the process. As you begin to pull kind of parallel to this this duct of, of lava that pours off the side of Emberhold, um, you keep low so that you aren't actually blocking the light source, which would be a very keen visual to anything that's looking in that direction from a distance. Uh, but you slowly make your way across. Um, at this point, the Duragar have not been able to get there before you guys move off from the side, so they haven't caught up to the position you were previously, but they're beginning to swarm around the sides, and you see them yelling at each other and shouting commands. Some of them are starting to uh, to grab large rocks and fill in areas of the stronghold. Some of them you can see where rogue individuals begin casting spells. You can see portions of other stone walls beginning to mount up and try and block the flow from the interior and exterior of Emberhold. However, uh, you guys are still within uh, eyesight, technically, of any Duragar on that side of the fortress. So I'm asking everyone now to make a stealth check. Hmm. Those that are pull pulling the statues with a disadvantage. So that's Trinket. Plus 10. So Trinket no. and you and. But we all add plus 10 to, correct, okay. to the final roll. I have a question. If, if I have advantage for other reasons, I have a cloak of Elven Con which gives me advantage. Does advantage and disadvantage cancel out until they one? They do. Okay. Yes. Your foot, your foot being wounded though, yes, is a disadvantage right now. Right. So that then goes back down to disadvantage. Can't okay. win with this guy. <laughs> Just for the circumstances, it, it unfortunately. Right. You're dragging I, a statue with a partially melted foot right it now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh god. So yes. plus ten to the roll. So. Fourteen. But plus the ten. That's including the ten. All right. <laughs> uh, twenty-two. Eleven. Twenty. That's, 20, my, that's my low roll. Yep. Ooh, 20 for Trinket and 29 for me. 25. Whoa. All right, so as you keep hunched low, slowly dragging these, these stone obelisks of individuals across the, the jagged floor, you seemingly do so without any of the Duragar eyes catching you through the low light in the cavern. Partially due to the fact that you guys are doing a pretty decent job, and partially the fact that they're more obsessed that the central piece of their fortress right now is essentially about to be completely filled with molten rock. Um, about 20, 25 minutes or so, you manage to pull just past where the lava flow dips down into what looks like a small opening in the flooring, and you are past the immediate heat of the, the magma river. You are now pressed up against the wall of the cavern as it begins to twist around and head downward further deeper into this subterranean mountainous space. Um, you're all beaten, you're all sore, and uh, currently, what do you want to do? Mm. Keyleth, can you, can you cover, cover the, the entrance to where we are to give us a little bit more of no. a stealthy? No. no. I'm exhausted. I'm, I can't. Anything else and right what's now? the terrain? Is it just flat out out in the open to sea, or is it sort of scoured with ins and outs, peaks and uh, valleys? It's, it's the same type of topography you've encountered when you first entered this giant cavern. So you can see large, crooked, black spires of, of uh, obsidian rock kind of shooting up and curving towards the ceiling. Okay. It's all over the place. I can itself. make another hallucinatory terrain. I can do that stuff. Okay, That's maybe good. you can make it. Uh, just close off the can wall. I just, just make it to make where it's so like there's no path or that. I think hallucinatory terrain lasts like an hour, if I think about it. Books, what about, books, where's my book? Can I look around and um, and see if there's anywhere that looks like we could hide, tuck in between rocks or something where we would be visible? Please, go ahead and make a perception. That's <clears> tough. 
Uh, oh, wait, I get an advantage. Because <clears throat> you are in the internet, correct. Uh, it lasts 20. for 24 hours. 24 hours? Put a but you have to be concentrating the whole time. Um. And you can't, you can't restore your, you can't go to sleep. You can't so, go to sleep. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, she's dancing at that. Um, you make your way about 10 minutes away from the area where the rest of the group is currently gathered, keeping a very, very close eye on the topography of the wall of the cavern as it slowly curves around further in that direction. Uh, you do manage to find portions of the wall that jut out and kind of leave these small pockets. Uh, they themselves might not be super safe for a long period of time, but they give you a little bit of a little bit of cover. Depending on how well you were to dress it, you might be able to see few individuals discovering you if you were to okay. stay there. I think uh, so. Yeah. Let's do that. It's so not a it's not a concentration spell. It just takes a minute to cast, and it lasts for 24 hours. So I'm gonna go ahead and cast it and make it look like there's just a wall with another kind of lava flow that's kind of come out, okay. and it's starting so to happen. As you walk back to, to notify the party, you watch as a portion of the mountain, seemingly out of nowhere, extends, and a lava flow appears pouring wait, out wait, of the wall. Wait, wait, someone not inside? No, we're all in. We're, we're all in. in. Oh, it's an illusion. He was uh, I was searching for another place to Max hide. Max pokes his head through the illusionary lava and goes, we're in here, come oh. on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> lovely. So your heart rate eventually normalizes. Um, you do have a decent pocket of space here that as long as nothing attempts to walk into the wall, you should be okay to rest here. So we have some time. Let's okay, regroup. Probably. So here's what I'm shoes. afraid of. If we sleep, we could lose Rog's trail. Like he could be nearby right now. Can I? Um, We're not much used to anything let's, right now. Let's just make a decision right now to leave Grog and continue on. <laughs> what? No. Let's just forget about him. He was a good friend. What? We'll have a toast to him. Scatman, we'll that's we'll the worst sing thing about songs said. of his memory. Scatman. You are shitting with us, right? Within a few days, we'll forget he ever Scatman, existed. no one else oh, wants yes. to go to a whorehouse with you. You'll be going to whorehouses. All right, and fine. Yes, fine. Thank no you. more whorehouses. Here's another option. I, my foot hurts, but I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm okay. We could go look. Uh, we could. Mm. Or maybe I can use my tracking and see if I can catch a scent. I mean, I'm gonna, I don't know. Grog does smell. I can use my beast sense. That is one more thing I can still do. I could theoretically. We could use trinket. We we need to undo rest. The stone that has taken over Tiberius and Kima. Do, do I yeah. do I have the necessary tools okay. to synthesize uh, an, a, a potion out of the basilisk blood? You can certainly try. It's <laughs> it's it's a very ramshackle setup. You do not have an, uh, a chemical set, but you can certainly attempt to using a small fire, a couple of your general smelting tools you use for your metal work. You could attempt to distill it down, but you would have that would be a combination of a tinkering roll on your point followed up by somebody else's medicine roll to attempt to properly prepare it. Are all of Tiberius' uh, things stoned with him? Yes. I'm going to walk over to Tiberius and cast Greater Restoration on him. Okay. So as you're having this discussion, uh, Tiberius, you uh, uh, briefly go from this moment in the heat of combat where you feel your muscles intensifying and tensing up and not answering to your mind's command as you look up angrily at uh, a series of Duragard that have just been blown up by a fireball, to cold taking yourself, and as the cold fades, you are now in the center of a gargantuan cavern surrounded oh, by all your worked. friends. 
You guys watch as Tiberius is form. Tiberius! Yay! I'm so worried about you. Or if you cast a spell, that also works well. But that's the only time you can do that, right? Wait, she can't do it again? You can't do it again? I have another fifth level now. Oh, do you? I could do it again. Oh, boy! What happened to all the other little dwarves? Oh, you don't have to do the accent anymore. You probably should keep your voice down. But this is just how I sound. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. A god. We already he got through. A god or something. We're on the other side. You don't have to act like a god anymore. We're 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 fine. There you go. He's method. Grog is missing, actually, and um, oh, and the queen great. took him. Okay, um, keep you your voice down, like God. No, I can change back anytime I want, but I really like how I look. <laughs> Are we going to rest? I think we should. Uh, yeah. Wait, what about you? Don't we have to find? Grog. I know. We have to find Grog, but we have no spells. If we do find him, we can't. We can't do anything. I would assume can they're going to be stuck Kima dealing now? with the situation. Or can. That I mean, that we, have we have to rest. We have another level. Time to get some rest. Clorota, what do you think we should do? Uh, <laughs> Clorota, who is currently like staring at the statue of Kima, you can see there's a brief beat of, of thought behind Clorota's eyes, and the voice sinks into the rest of your mind simultaneously. I knew you were going to say that. A different option. Oh, and thank you, Pike. You're welcome, Tiberius. <laughs> if you insist on bringing her, then we should do it soon. We should not be leaving anything behind. Traits of our passage. Where did your kin take our big friend? Clorota thinks for a second and says, It was not my kin that took him but the Duragar. If anything, I imagine he might be residing within that infernal city. Oh, they've taken him elsewhere. I do not know the way of the Ash Skins. Kima does. We should wake her up. Pike, you can do it one okay. more time and take a little race, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk on over to Kima. Touch her. <laughs> Cast greater restoration again. Okay. Where, where do you touch her? <laughs> I touch her. Slowly, <laughs> 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 slowly. I touch her arm. Okay. Um, Gently. Don't shoot him. Classy. As you reach out, the I want to get more trouble. The, <laughs> the divine energy emanates from Pike's hand. That begins to cascade across Kima's form. Kima, who is in mid battle with her great sword in the air, as soon as her flesh returns to her, she I finishes her swing. Uh, oh no! I put my shield up. Uh, however, it does into the side of your shield, uh, and you deflect the blow, and you see Kima for a second. It's like oh, easy. Calm easy. down! Calm down! Calm I knew down. it's really weird. She throws the blade it's down really weird. on the ground. I'm so sorry. It's I'm okay. I'm so sorry. You were mid-swing. I get it. We're fine. It was just a shield. We're fine. She, she reaches around. She pulls her symbol Ooh, of Bahamut scary. out from around her neck and just clutches it for a second and says, What happened? Um, we all you fought You were stone. The king got killed. The queen took Grog. We don't know where. And Clarota was really helpful to us. Actually, Clarota got you out of that castle alive. She turns around and glares at Clorota briefly with a look of confusion and mistrust, and Clorota just goes. 
You honestly would not be here if it weren't for the Illithid. It's true. She glances back at you and kind of gives her her breath. There's a good chance none of us may be here should it get its way down the road. Nevertheless, I thank you. It's good to know that at least we took one of their <laughs> top champions down. The fact that the queen still exists is worrisome, as, uh, as at least from what I seem to gather, she had the the true reign over most of the Duragar down here. Do you know what? where she would be at? Where did she escape? How did she take them? She, she disappeared with. She bounced away with our Goliath friend. She used oh my gosh! Wait. Did I Hunter's Mark the Queen? I, I, yes, you did. Did I? Yes, you, you did. did. You did. You did. I, I can use my Hunter's Mark to track her. You can? How long does it last and how does it work? But it was that was just 30 minutes ago. I, can I know, but we it. all have it to rest. It maintains for up to eight hours. Eight hours, we have and? to rest. No. no. Yeah, but we can rest a, a few hours and do a short wait. rest. Wait. Oh, I can wait. The rest only lets you do a little bit. You don't get any of your spells. Yeah. Wait, because we need to hit. I'm pretty low. Can I, okay, can I just use my. I'm at two. Can I use. You're at two? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. okay. Theory, the proposition. Way, any potions? Pr- proposal, proposal, yes. proposal. What if we use your hunter's mark, get there. Figure out where she is. Figure out where she is, get there, camp out nearby. Tackle it in the morning. Can I use my hunter's mark to find out where she is, and then we rest and go there? Attempt that. Because if we are really, really, really careful, let's see how far she is. What if we took a short rest? Let's just find out where she is first. What if we just took like a seven-hour nap? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should. Really, anyone sleeps anyway. I think six hours is about what it takes. You got you. you, Six six to eight hours is the general long rest period that I'd allow for that. So I um, think we should all rest for a moment. I think Vexali and I should go out for an hour or two. Just to see which direction. I mean, they're not going to go back to Kiman. Just stay put, footless. Wait a minute. What happened to you, too? You're not stealth anymore. Sure. You've got a busted foot. You're a disadvantage on everything. I was pretty awesome 30 minutes ago. Now I'm just slightly less awesome. Can we at least heal you up before you go? Yes, just give us. Yeah, one second. Can I use the freaking Hunter's Mark? How does it work? I don't. So. So you take a moment, you, you step beyond the boundary of the illusion momentarily, close your eyes and concentrate on that small blip of, of nature-based divine energy that you lent and grappled onto uh, Queen Ulara with. You take a moment and concentrate, and you recall her face, you recall, uh, strangely, her scent in a weird way, the kind of the bestial nature of your connection with Trinket and nature, scent is a very strong means of tracking, and the scent of a Duragar is a very terrible mix between uh, salty brine and, like and earth. Mushrooms? Like axe, axe for men? Like Essentially, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ye old axe. Um, uh, so you you concentrate on this, and you recall the the stronghold. You begin to see a trace where all of a sudden her path in the stronghold is fading and is cold. A new path has opened up in the center of the Duragar city at the base of the stronghold. It seems to have moved slightly in that direction, but you can pinpoint where and is currently at rest somewhere in that vicinity. She's still close. They're close. So that's right in front of the, the keep? Are they in like an it's, underground base? Uh, they're in the city. Yeah. She's, they're somewhere close. Es- essentially, where, where, where the cavern kind of rises up and meets the wall, 
Emberhold is at the top of that rising of the ground, and Emberhold lies there, where all the lava pours down and kind of trickles down. You guys are off to this side. This whole portion of the floor that crawls up to Emberhold is covered in Duragar buildings. It's a small city that surrounds it. She resides somewhere in the center yeah. of that. So, it, uh, uh, so we're in the same level as them, <clears throat> or are they like above us? They're a little bit above. You guys are at a, at a lower point as the, okay. the the actual ground you follow curves around and descends. But once we walk out of here, we'll be at the same level. I think that's I enough to go on. Theory. Yes. I've um, a new skill that I've recently learned um, and was practicing a lot when I was with the Earth Ashari while we were gone for the past six months. Um, they taught me the ways of the earth elementals. Ooh, that's Ooh. fun. So, and as an earth, but I'm still new at it. Um, you it's know. okay, we all start somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Pike. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm getting a little self-conscious about it still. Um, but you can travel through, I can travel through the earth. And pop up perhaps and where she is. like a little gopher. Yeah. Like a bullet. It's, like, um, it's not like a... Or just you. Well, it's not like a burrowing thing, right? You glide it's, through the earth. Yes, it's is more of like a... Shadow cat kind of thing? Kind of. Yes. Is it all of us or just you? Just her. Just me. Oh, well... well but I could get a, I could get inside. Well, but then it you'll could, be alone. Inside, right. With surrounded no by Duragar. Well, I'm not and talking gone. about right now. I'm talking about... Can we put invisibility on her? If we do some sort of, like... Flanking thing. Well, it does sound okay. useful. It is. It's going that to be. Useful. I'm wondering if we, we can make best. a tunnel, though. Yeah. I can theoretically. Okay, theoretically, we could rest, and I can just kind of keep all of my spells and use all of my magical focus to like tunnel us out, depending on how far we're going. We yes. can kind of do an underground approach, but concretely. Right now we need nappies. Yeah. Let's nap. Let's yes. sleep. But what if they leave while we sleep? Can I? What are we going to do if we find them? Because I don't. I didn't use all my spells. I only need to rest for half the amount of time. Right. It doesn't work that way. six hours, you'd probably be able to. Okay. Since you guys are hidden in an area, you'll feel more comfortable. Depending on how you set your bedding here, you could probably do it with six hours. I think we'll be. I think we'll be fine. Yes, I think we'll be fine. She needs to rest as well. We heard her pretty bad. Can't do Wolfstone. I think it's safe to assume you go through the rest. It's safe to assume she's brought Grog back to her seat of power. Why would she go anywhere else? She's at her strongest where she is. I think they're staying. Now Percy is. Okay, I'm we're gonna rest, gentlemen. Oh, good. Sleep. Okay. All right. Yeah. We that gotta is. sleep, Keyleth. We gotta sleep. I know. I know you're right. Yeah. But we need I to. I see what you're saying. But Rog will be to. fine. He's at a two. I'm so mad at him. Kimo, Kimo comes over. Why do you get stolen? Kimo puts her hand out a little bit and says, "It's all right. He's a strong one. He can handle himself. If I, if I could survive what I've been through, he can do far better than that." Rest is good. I think we need to take some time, discuss our plan of attack, our current direction, and uh, decide on how we move forward. It kind of glances briefly over at Clorota, who's now further back towards the wall, just sitting in this kind of meditative state. So, let us rest. Brilliant idea. One last thing before we lay our heads down for the night. Mm. Pike, do you have any kind of salve or anything you could uh, help me put on my foot, or is mm. there any? Is, could your god like a help with my little toe? Well, 
I can help you with some like natural medicine-y stuff, maybe. I know, how do you... How... It stings a bit. You have not encountered a person with any sort of physical marring to this degree, necessarily, <laughs> and those that usually did, it was a permanent thing. So this is something that you would have to experiment with. Could I try... New foot. Healing, <laughs> healing, like just a very concentrated energy just on his foot, like a healing spell? You can certainly try. You can do it, Pike. I'm ticklish. Is there any way I can assist Pike. her? Possibly. All right. Let's try it. Possibly. Okay. So, um. I mean, a clockwork foot from Percy does sound cool. <clears throat> if we're going to rest, it doesn't hurt to try. Yes. Right, right. You know? Yes. That way you can sleep on it, you know? You can sleep on it? Literally. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh. Maybe this I'll trick yellow vial of potion could do something um, for uh, her as well. That's been gay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it at fourth level. At a fourth level? We're gonna, we're gonna sleep. All right, so go ahead and roll the corresponding dice for that. I'm so kind of keeping an eye out. Subtract. 48 plus five is what it will be. Aw, oh, why do you keep putting your foot up near me? <laughs> Can I kind of keep an ear out for anything? Wait, plus my spell Very much. Caster, plus my spellcaster. Uh, uh, it's pleasure modifier, which is which is fine. I start I start building a positive chi, like a healing chi ball. Okay. Just to know. I hope she just takes a piece of chicken and rubs it all over all over your toes. Is she doing standard healing? Is my song of rest going to help at all? Grease them up. Would actually be evaded. Okay. So I'm going to sing while you heal, if that's all right. Ooh, please do. So all the healers convene. Scanlan begins. Light some sage. Well, whatever. Well, okay, ready? Oh, wherever God. you go, whatever damage they've done, we will be right here waiting to brother. kill you. No matter what the hit points you take or how your foot breaks, we will be right here waiting to kill you. All that improv school pick Yes. <laughs> As 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 you take your the, the healing energy you've gathered from your your own nature based casting, you infuse the healing spell. You do how many points did you heal total? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Ooh. Is this what I can maybe assist her with? Uh, this really is really disgusting, with. by the way. Oh, I have. What, what, do, I, what do I roll for? Okay. Do I roll the so roll a d twenty? Can I apply medicine. my luck feet to her? Nope. You don't have any feet left. <laughs> As you finish the spell, you can see where the mostly gone second small toe has grown to mostly a full toe, and there's a small stub a where the little one is. We got it, a toe nubbing. Hey, May, we got a little stub. <laughs> you're, you're, you're promoting a level of, of divine regeneration at a very, very slow pace, meaning you've never attempted this before, and there is some progress, but this may be an overtime thing you have to do. Overtime, I just keep doing it. Like once a day, you might want to okay. attempt this, and eventually he probably will recover, but not immediately. Until right. then, he's a, he's a gimp. Get your a foot foot or we can just start calling I think you. I see Pike's deity in my toenail. Yes, it's gonna take time. That was just a little manicure. While they're doing that, I'm in the. Uh, we can I'm just own little, it and call you, you know. Kind of comfy nook little piggy. Well, it's going to stay back to the nine toe. Can I put a knife on it? And it's my ring again. Okay. Could put a very tiny knife on it. Very tiny knife. 
could actually give you a nail clipping. Before the rest. Your own nails. We can get you a prosthetic little little toe that mm-hmm. has a little compartment for poison. I would take a brass claw. Mm. With a brass claw mm-hmm. toe? That's fun. Yeah. We Maybe sleep. we could get you a raptor claw. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we go to sleep, uh, I go over to uh, Kima and I, I just say to her, uh, Lady Kima, uh, I think we're all going to take a rest and you as well, correct? I, I think I should. Uh, we can trust you while we're all asleep not to do anything to any of our companions, correct? If you're worried about the Mind Flayer, I'll be keeping an eye, but nothing beyond that. Remember, he has to make the sidestep, the wrong step before I take any action. Trust and know that if I were to strike a blow, it's at his own poor choice and actions. That first part of what you said rhymed. Does she seem to be telling the truth? Down here? No, it's about to uh, make about 20 minutes, I think. Oh, what? Uh, what Insight. Insight. Okay. 18. Uh, she seems to be true. Okay. She, she, she is legitimately concerned about Clorota, but also understands that at this moment it has not done anything okay. to necessarily draw her blade. Lady Kima, Clorota, may I suggest you take the first watch? <laughs> oh my god, what if they start fucking? So it's going to be that sort of evening. Excellent. Clorota says, should you insist? And Clorota's image just kind of shimmers and vanishes. Oh. Ooh. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm falling asleep. As, as you guys are all going to sleep, Kima is still sharpening her sword, and she kind of stops for a second and goes, Everyone, I'm sorry you've lost your friend. If he lives, we shall find him. He will live. And we will find him. No, he will stand alive. Just calm down. But if they have indeed taken him prisoner, and Emberhold is lost, there is only one place they would bring him. Yogvoril. (gasps) With the dude with the black horn. Consider the mess that you've made since entering their realm of living and work. You would make for a great gift to their current standing demigod. If we aren't able to find him within the city, I think that may be the next place to look. Once again, are you afraid they're gonna take him while we're asleep? Is this a genuine concern? Is this something we should move on now? Not as long as you're keeping concentration, we should be fine. I'm concentrating so hard. <laughs> we're, we're busted up. We need to we're busted up. We can't do it. There's legitimately there's, nothing to be done. There's a, a, a softness that hits Kima's face, and you can see a bit of a quiver to her shit, and she is. The guilt I feel for unknowingly putting you all in danger for my sake is immense. It's because of me and my actions that you even delved this far and nearly lost life and limb. Nearly the behest of Allura and. I just want you all to know that I appreciate it. I really, truly do. That's great. If you can mention that to Alora, that'd be wonderful. I would really appreciate <clears throat> to speak to Tiberius. I would really appreciate if you mentioned that to Alora. 
try to get in her good graces and whatnot. Okay. She chuckles a moment and kind of says, "All right, Laura's a good friend. We've known each other for God's fifteen years now, since we defeated Jor, the Scourged Rider, together. But she's always had more of a political mind than I do. So, when we were both offered a seat in the Council of Taldore and Iman, she stayed, and I." A moment of action. <laughs> I knew my destiny was out in the world. We share something in common, Lady Kiva. I too have left my home and land because I did not want to sit on the council of Draconia. With the blessings of my father and stuff, I gained ambassadorship on a mission for them, but really just so I could Horizon get blazed over and <laughs> <off> <laughs> the to get you know, oh, things out. And I, but this, I saw this wonderful lamb in this field. I will time. speak to Alora of your honor and deeds, Tiberius. Oh, yeah. We, we try to have drinks and swap stories every few months. She's a good one. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And she takes a moment to herself and looks around at the rest of you and says, The cruel king, who dealt the final blow? Uh, that would be the Kingslayer. Uh, me? <laughs> she steps up and walks over to you and puts a hand on her shoulder and gives you a stern look in the eye and kind of shakes your shoulder. She's a halfling, she's not too much shorter. Okay. <laughs> Good. The Cruel King is down, and I thank you for that. She walks back to a little perch in the rock on the side of the wall and says, he tried to break me. Relish in his false superiority. Dragging hooks across my flesh. Underestimating the will of a servant of Bahamut. Are you congratulating us for being murderers? Is that what you're doing right now? Oh, he was a foe Murder and justice are two entirely different things, and the deities of all good saw fit that this king's time was limited. Are you suggesting now that we control the wills of the deities? No, but we enact them, as long as we work within your plans to keep us safe. I could look like them. It's mighty bold and presumptuous of you. My life has been given to the guidance of the Platinum Dragon, who has not seen nothing but the positive direction for all of your species, mine, and the rest of the humanity that exists in the material plane. You would do well not to disrespect one who looks out for you, even though you may not look up to him for guidance. The reason these lands that you grew up in are safe and free, as much as they are, are because of the sacrifices of my brethren who came before me under his light and guidance. I am not saying you to worship him, each one has their own gods of choice. I just say, show some respect. I do, I do show respect, Lady Kima. I show respect when I feel that respect has been earned. Kima. She's royalty, you have to understand. <laughs> We're all a bit cranky. Maybe we should Maybe just we turn in. We have a big day to watched As they executed my companions, the wondrous men and women who came down into these caverns at my sides, at my coin in their pockets with the promise of justice. And they laughed as they cut their throats before me, hoping it would be able to crack me. <clears throat> it was Bahamut's strength that held me there. Lady Kima, I am not saying that what we are doing here is not just. I just only wish that you understand, and I humbly thank you for your appreciation and thanks for coming down here to rescue you. But you are correct. We have lost a friend. Someone who we have been through a lot with, way more than we have been than with you. 
So, before we start boasting congratulations and you start thanking us, why don't you wait? And we'll see what happens when we all get out of here first. She's suffering from PTSD. Why are you poking the badger? Maybe we should just calm down and go to sleep. I we already went to sleep, rock. by the way. Kima takes a step forward towards <laughs> Keyleth, and as you look up at her face, there is a tension, but you can see now that she stepped nearer into you towards what little bit of light seems to cascade through this cavern. There are tears streaking down her face. Oh, how do you feel now? Is this a druid thing? They tried all they could to break me, but I knew my destiny would not end here. I have a destiny that does not end here. I just reach out really slowly and give her a handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> and then retreat. Lady, Lady Kima, as I'm sure you know, grief speaks before sense. All I'm saying, Lady Kima, is after what we have done and what we have been through, and the lives and the blood that even I have on my hands, you had better be worth it. Let us wait for talk of worth and talk of might until we are reunited in all She puts things. a hand up towards you. <laughs> Child, let me explain to you why we are here. As while you may have stepped under the pretense of keeping me out of harm's way, there is a purpose that I and now all of us serve here in the Underdark. Now I have been on this journey for more than a year, traveling wherever the wind took me, finding where my gift would find an end to suffering, justice to the wicked, and comfort to the downtrodden. I just returned from the frozen tundra northeast of these Cliff Keep Mountains, heading to meet with Allura, the same friend who brought you here. I pop out of where my sleep. Did you say Allura again? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My vision came to me. I'm sure you're familiar with visions. The great platinum dragon bestowed upon my humble self a dream. I saw an ancient vision of the great and terrible god of undeath himself, Orcus. His crimson leathery skin and endless wings rumbling through the abyss itself. He had chosen a champion, one that would unite the material world in the heart of the abyss, bringing a doorway of oblivion to our world. He cut from his own head two of his terrible black horns, placing them upon the brow of this chosen warrior, his avatar to these realms, granting him power no mortal should ever have. I saw heroes long forgotten rise up to destroy this shadowed champion, losing much in the ensuing battle, lost far more than you or I will ever know. The body of the avatar was burned away but the horns of Orcus remained, untouched by flame, blade, nor divine judgment. These keepers of the horns had a title that time has taken and the whereabouts of the artifacts that had been thankfully lost as well. Until the next dream dispelled my confusion. I felt a cackling entity of immense power who had discovered one of the holding vaults, never meant to be found. This creature obsessed, spent all their attention to unlock the promised treasure within. And over time, they did. One of the two horns 
had found a new champion. One who now resides deeper within the Underdark here. One we've now known to be called Kavan. This one who has united the Illithid and Duragar alike under a banner of madness, expansion, and mockery of life. I've seen these experiments as of you. This is what I came down here to dispose of once and for all. Now I hired some of the finest warriors in Craghammer for this, all of whom have been slain or worse. That guilt weighs upon my soul and this very quest. However, this Kavan monstrosity, it holds a Honoborcus upon its brow, but my visions have told me that we must destroy it. It must do so soon. If it had already unlocked the artifact's true potential, Craghammer would be a ruin before you even arrived. But it's only a matter of time. We must end Kavarn and retrieve this horn and return it to the Tal'Dori Council to discuss how to seal it once more. Hopefully for all of eternity. Your friend's loss is a terrible thing, but we will try to find him. And should we not understand that his sacrifice was not in vain? For we're here not to save one, but thousands. Hundreds of thousands of lives if we succeed. So we sleep, we rest, we find your friend, and we destroy this, this abomination, this anathema. Lady Kimo, I only hope you do not eventually become what you fear so much. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> she picks up her blade, sits back down, and goes back to sharpening. <clears throat> that was weird, right? Good night. Hi, Carl. Cuddle you for warmth if that would help. It's already so hot in here oh, with all right. the lava and stuff. I okay. would just prefer to sleep alone. I'm sorry. That's fine. Good night. That's fine. That's what I, I meant. Yeah. Turn into minxy form and kind of go off in the corner. And Scandal, I'm very cold. <laughs> you know what? We better let that foot heal. We better let it heal. Drink it. Go sleep with it. That's a good idea. Come here, Trinky. Drink. Mm. <laughs> Who wants nibbles? Comes up and curls next to you. The evening goes by, uneventful. Occasionally, you stumble out of your rest, keep an eye out. The beacon still resides. From what you can imagine, a natural body sleep cycle that you're used to passes. A few of you begin to wake up before the others, as you have no daylight to ascertain whether it is day or night indeed. Who knows what it is at this point? Uh, I relieved myself in the middle of the night. I feel so good. All right. Thank did you, you get up? Or did you just kind of go? No, did you just wake up in a puddle of his own <laughs> dragonborn? I did, I did my dragonborn business and buried it. I think so. So we, <laughs> so we, we healed do. completely? Yeah, what happened? Yes, you've all healed completely at this Yay. point. Can we get all our spells back and stuff? Get your spells back. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pick them for the day, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so think of what happened. Yeah, yeah, hang on, we've got to think about this. Your mark, in there. Wait, your mark, your hunter's mark, which you can feel the the magic of it has been, is slowly waning as the spell comes to the end of its effective period, is moving. Where's it moving? Moving out of the city. Where, where, which direction? Let's mobilize. Best you can tell, it's heading towards the opposite side of the cavern, towards where it curves down deeper and below. Is that, wait, where is that in relation to us? 
to where you guys are. It's if you're looking out, like you're next to Umberhold, it's to your right, curving down and around. We should go that direction. I think that's a perfectly reasonable thought. Uh, going cast past without a trace on us. All right. Suddenly turning into a labyrinth beyond <laughs> the garden. <coughs> uh, can we get out? Child, which you've stolen. <laughs> The, the way that we came into the city was through this side path, right? Yes, the side of the of Emberhold. But you're, 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 you followed the, the curvature of this giant cavern around, and you slept on the side of against the wall using the, illusion, the illusory terrain. Oh, so we're, all, we're already... You're already away from Emberhold. You're on the side of the wall, maybe about a quarter to a half mile further down. But if we keep down. going, we'll get to... You'll head down further into the cavern, seemingly in the direction where her hunter's mark is currently leading. Okay. So which should... has now faded. Okay, your hunter's mark is gone. It's well, gone. Let's, we, they, we went that way. We should so go. So let's go. Continue yeah, that. Yeah, let's yeah. just hurry. As stealthily as possible, so we don't alert the entire freaking camp. We've got past without a trace, so we should be we should be all right. All right. I, I try to make it look like we weren't around this area as much as possible without our dust of tracelessness. <laughs> You're sweeping behind the group as they're all moving along with your imaginary brush. <laughs> Drake is doing that thing yeah. where he pulls and with his front feet. And he's just rolling. He's just rolling like a giant Brillo yes. brush. I put um, stone shape in my ring of holding last okay. night with my unused spells. Good I to meant know. to tell you that. All right. That's all right. All right, you do that. Oh, I forgot you have that ring. All right, so. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I bring up my iron stones. Okay. So your your other stones are now kind of slowly rotating around your head. Well, you only have one up at a time, so. Well, I only have one. Yeah. Okay. Good. You said stones, so. Sorry. Yeah. Pathfinder path mm-hmm. habit. I know. <laughs> okay, so moving around your head slowly. All right. So the rest of you kind of gather. You cast your spell. Pass on a trace. Um, you continue to crest along the outskirts of the cavern wall. At this point, you can still looking over. You can see throughout the nights the uh, the. Most of the fortress currently, the lava fall that once contained it is completely cooled and is dark. It looks like their way of stopping the flow was to stop the entire magma fall. Uh, who knows how much damage has been done, but currently the flow is halted. And you can see now there's a number of parties of Duragard that are now just wandering out through the cavern, presumably in search for you. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, so technically, Lady Kima, we might be able to get back in eventually and, and get your... Weapon. As you say that, she kind of like grins to herself and goes, I would like that very much. There's some sentimental value to that equipment. And there's a vault. And there is a vault. <laughs> Unless it melted. <clears throat> this this will greatly enhance your ability to move forward with us, won't it? Mm. I think right now time is of the essence for your friend more than anything. Okay. Besides, I highly doubt that that stronghold has been left alone just because it's filled with rock. Maybe on the way out. <laughs> Perhaps. All right, so as you guys progress on the side, I would like everybody to go ahead and roll a stealth check, please. Oh, I don't know which one You do still have disadvantage, but you have advantage with your cloaks, so you're neutralized so when you roll roll, right? We have advantage. Uh, and you have plus 10. Uh, you, no, you have disadvantage still. There's no plus anything? There's a plus, uh, plus 10. Plus 10. Uh, 29. Plus 10 because of. With this, okay. 29. 19. 37. 22. 24. 33. Ooh, 33. Oh, I just for Trinket. Hold on. Love 33. Oh. 33. Oh. Trinket rolled a one. <laughs> Yay. Mm. Oh, Trinket, shush. Mm. Oh, I didn't feed him today. He's probably so hungry. Have any of us eaten? 
It's fine. We're nibbling. Essentially, uh, as opposed to having to go through the minutia of reminding you all to eat, I just consider <laughs> when you rest and take short rests, you're snacking and resting. Yeah, otherwise, absolutely. otherwise, we communally spend ten minutes again talking cakes. about what you ate. Um, <laughs> if food begins to become scarce, which it may in time, we'll let you know. I'll let you know. Footplates, uh, anyone? Footplates? <laughs> God, it's like pork rinds. <laughs> All right. So as you continue down this cavern, uh, you begin to see the search parties in the distance, and you kind of keep low and watch they pass. Some of them have. Uh, small, that red glowish stone uh, torches set out to kind of keep the vision about. Um, you can see a few of the parties returning to the city. Eventually, you guys begin to crest down deeper and dropping into a small decline as this giant, kind of almost like a hatchback cavern where most of the Duragar civilization is built in comes to an end. You begin to travel deeper, deeper into the Underdark caverns below. Um, as you're continuing forward, uh, you find a very, very familiar scent catches your attention immediately as you're tracking through, trying to keep your attention on possibly any sign of grog. It's the smell of blood. It's the smell of fresh blood. Freshish. Freshish? Freshish blood. Freshish blood. You freshish blood. You look freshish. Um, you immediately glance over and you can see during uh, on the side of this this cavern, which is about 50, 60 feet wide at this point, as it's kind of coming to a, a pinching point, continuing downward, you can see a spatter of blood across the wall to your immediate left, and what looks like a mangled mass of once was a Duragar currently just torn asunder across this oh, rock no. wall. Does it look to be uh, natural, done by like an animal, or does it look like people with weapons? Go make an investigation check. The only time I've seen Duragars Live across like this was when we saw the camp of that creepy centipede creature. With the with the stalactite. Yeah. Ten. Does it look? Do I see any of those kind of tracks around? You check and look around the ground as well. You unfortunately, as you look around here, you're not able to pick up the fine details. Um, you, however, just being naturally uh, understanding of the underdark, uh, as well as having the previous knowledge of inspecting the initial camp. Yes, these tracks are very similar. You see what looks like these strange dragging marks in the ground, these elongated ones, no footprints. Occasionally you see what looks like a human-sized footprint as well, and then just these drag marks. You also notice that there is just, beyond the rock threshold as you step over towards the wall, you see three other Durgar bodies that are just torn asunder, many of them partially eaten and just violently torn apart. Some parts are, are kind of Scarred, some sort of like a like a burning acidic burn, um, and you see tooth marks, you see claw marks, and you see portions of of limbs that have been pulled off by sheer force. Could I do like a nature check to see if I would know the creature? You certainly can. It's going to be that centipede creature. Ooh, thingy. That's nice. Ooh, twenty six. Twenty six. Um, it's weird. There are elements of the drag marks on the ground that resemble. Uh, a creature that has pseudopods or some sort of a a, a tentacle-like mass. Oh boy. Um, but you know no natural creature that also has this power, this type of hunting technique, nor uh, would be this far underground. I think it's another stitch monster. Though. Yes. Stitch monster. Yes. Stitch monster. I like it. I do too. It's a good name. Uh, it's something tentacle-y though. Can, nothing, um, nothing ever good is tentacle-y. tentacle-y. <laughs> 
Go ahead and make a tracking check. So just go ahead and roll a d20. You have advantage because you're in the underdark. Why are you so racist? What do I add that to? It should be under your tracking ability, under your ranger abilities, though. What are you, my Facebook feed? Under your ranger abilities. I'll see if I find it before you. I don't understand. It's on the sheet I gave you with all your characters. Oh, okay, cool. That one. One's easy. And natural Okay. I don't have any idea what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at words right it's now. It's a survival check. It's there a survival go. check. Ooh, you have an advantage on it. Okay. Um, oh, good. So that <laughs> is 22. 22. Yes. All right. So you're um, Looking around, what you do find is a, a, and there is a very familiar scent that a Goliath barbarian does have. You, using Trinket's help, as you yourself are not quite as attuned, a Trinket does pick up a little bit of grog scent in this pathway. So Trinket kind of gives, gives you a nudge and points deeper down the cavern, and you can see what looks to be uh, a smattering of small Dorgar-sized feet um, and two grooves. Two grooves. Two about <gasps> two inch wide grooves that continued down the path. I wonder if they have path. him prisoner now. If he came out of his mind funk. So uh, like almost wheel tracks. No, like, like they're dragging. Could very well be wheel tracks. Like, like, they like they're dragging, dragging or they're dragging him? his body. They're consistent, and their width is consistent. Their the width is consistent. They seem There's clean. Put them on some they're sort of stretcher thing. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like they have them on a on like a yeah some some on a trailer. trailer. Yeah. Lovely. Well, Grog definitely came this way, as did the. Stitch monster, so you don't have much choice but to follow. Let's continue. Shall we? Right. Be aware, we're all very aware of things. Things. Any movement at all. Guys. Happening. Mm -hmm. Stuff. (laughs) Keeping your eyes peeled, you travel for another two and a half hours down this cavern path. It grows. Tighter at points, where you can only really fit three or four individuals through. It's about 20, 25 feet wide, then opens up sporadically into other small pockets where the natural topography of this portion of this underdark, underdark cavern structure seems to kind of weave and bend. Uh, the warmth and that sulfurous smell that was intrinsic to the Durgar portion of this cavern that you were so used to begins to slowly fade and the temperature begins to drop. Still uncomfortable, but it's growing more humid as opposed to dry heat. Oh, better. Another hour of travel, keeping your eyes out. The temperature drops significantly and is actually quite cold. The heat in the volcanic portion of this cavern structure apparently has passed to you now, Mm. and you fit an area of the rock where it is a much more chilled, much more uh, ominous. Is it humid still? Humid? 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 The humidity begins to fade as well. The air becomes the dry, cold. Past that. Um, you eventually using, which by the way, the only light source you have going forward is the light from your staff. Oh, light! I assume you've had it up this whole time, or you've been walking in the darkness. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> um, you continue down, and the topography, which was once the black, jagged obsidian flooring, of the previous portion of the Underdark begins to give way to a more natural gray sand type texture. Uh, your f- 
feet sink about a quarter inch or so with each step, and you get about 10, 15 feet before the color of the sand and the texture changes dramatically. It looks almost like a peppering of small uh, whitish yellow stones and rocks, as well as bits of black and gray. Uh, it's like a giant uh, rocky pit out in front of you. What? Rocky pit? Meaning it's like, all solid stone that color or loose? It's like sand? You, have, you, you find sand and then the sand eventually gives way to like larger pieces okay. of these so it's like rocks a and stones. Some are jagged. Ball pit and Kind of, essentially. I'm looking for signs of mining. Okay, go ahead and make uh, an investigation check. Make an arcana check also. Uh, 15. Not 15. Great. Checking the walls immediately in your vicinity, uh, you see there are signs of mining, but they're old. They haven't been used in a while. You can see some veins that are dried up. It looks like maybe the Duragar had business down here mining. Does it look uh, like, uh, <coughs> can I do like a nature check to see if this like has an old lake bed? Like there was like a river sure. bed? Go into that, what'd you roll? 11. What are you checking? For Arcana. What are you checking? Just general, I feel a general source of uh, uh, sinister magic anywhere. Nothing you know. arcane seems to emanate from the vicinity. Vexalia, you know the Underdark. Are there any critters crawling around in that pit? Is this still the Underdark? You seem to be still in the Underdark. But I mean, like, the Underdark, in general, you're familiar with your training and studying on the denizens of it, what things to look for. This is not a natural or, you know, overall occurrence you've I can't sense anything. I think this might have been carved. No, per se. I rolled a 16. Rolled a 16. As you're looking around, you go and inspect the, um, the stones. What you do notice is they're not stones. There are, there are pieces of glass, little shards of, of actual volcanic glass scattered across this entire field, mixed with an endless, seemingly sea of small bone chunks. Oh. Chunks? Great. Pieces of bone that have been rounded off, ground, broken. They're bone pebbles. ancient. These okay, bones. Okay, so there appears to be. Are there any whole pieces of bones, like big femurs or skulls? So this was some sort of burial ground. It's hard Bull to see. Feeding. Most of the bones that have been here have been around long enough to the point where they've eroded, been broken, destroyed over and over again to the point where you can't discern any of the original creatures they may have come from. It's just a sea of bone, obsidian, glass, and small bits of stone that have fallen from the actual nearby cavern. Can we see anything of any sort of civilized construction here, or is this all uh, the work of nature or, or, or some living thing? Go ahead and make a uh, perception check. That mm. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. You look past this, the barrier of his light spell, because you can you only get a little bit past that due to your elven low light vision. Didn't I? Um, you do notice there are occasionally some spires of natural rock, some stalagmites that are jutting out in the distance, and you see what looks like some semblance of almost like a ruined wall just beyond the edge of the vision. Like a, a, a crumpled, small wall. Can I use my, um, Let's my go to it. primeval awareness and see if I can sense, um, sense Grog within six miles oh. of us? Oh, certainly. All right, so how does your primeval awareness work? Mr. Oh, Ranger. I can use an action to focus my awareness on the region around me, and then I can sense whether, um, oh, well, no. It's only certain types of creatures. Right, which are? one of them, like Goliath? Well, no, <laughs> it says 
Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead. That still might be useful, even if it doesn't What you do gather, uh, you do notice the sense, you sense a number of, uh, a very strong force of aberration-based, much further, like five miles ahead, way ahead, and you kind of have this weird, okay, good to know. Um, you don't sense anything else, but you do sense a general presence about this entire sea of bone. I've this been room. here. Ah. What? I was here in the vision. Really? really? Yes, this it was, was a, a, a field of, of, of broken glass and bones. Spill it, girl, spill it. And I feel like this is it. So what do we do? And then after that, I got to sort of a, a blue, a cavern of blue crystal. Hmm, mm, interesting. So, so, so we this, have to go beyond. So we're on the right road. We have road. to go beyond this. All right. Well, let's keep moving. Can then. we keep to the edge and try to not disturb the rock as much as possible? As you move to either edge, you can see the wall comes to a straight meeting with this. Aside from climbing the walls proper, uh, you have no other way of. Could you describe the dimensions of this one more time? Yes. She uh, the cavern itself is about. I don't anymore. 120 to 150 feet wide. Yes. Uh, you don't see the ceiling right now. So oh, it's from, that high. From our left to our right, 150 feet? Correct. And is it like a big circular shape? Uh, from what you can tell, it just opens up and then continues and then darkness. You cannot see beyond. Are there any it. rocks Except for a wall in the around us? Any big rocks? Uh, there are a couple of small spires about 60, 70 feet up. Anything loose, anything I can grab, anything near us? Bones. Uh, around you, most everything that's grabbable are big. part of oh, the yeah. Could we? We don't have the magic carpet. Uh, so never mind. Uh, when you want to fly? Take a wall. Could we? So we just what if you make gingerly try and cross against a wall? Can I? I mean, anything to throw to as far as I can out and see if it. You look around. You find a small pebble and you chuck it. Because I feel like we shouldn't touch this shit. It arcs around and kind of bounces a bit and comes to rest. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin-D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Well, let's just go. No! No! No, I'm not touching that. Nope. What are we gonna do, turn around? Grog's that way. No, we'll, okay, here's my idea. We've got that immovable rod. Yes, I know where you're going with this. And we'd all have to make a certain... Once again, there's something about this whole area that just, there's a presence about it. Like it's ominous and everywhere about this Freaking floor. Sarlacc. These things can I don't want to touch this. I feel like we should go over it. What if these bones come to life? Why don't we, re- we have we have our, our... Can you send your light source up? Can anybody send light up and see how high the ceiling goes? Uh, let me shoot an arrow if you would. 
Vex, please. Wherever you wish. Light. Cast out an arrow as it shoots over, arcs through the air. Uh, You get a look of the cavern. You can see it's a large, kind of arched natural cavern with a number of kind of hanging stalactites at the top. It goes up, arcs past, and then lands probably about a half a mile down the way. Um, Nice shot. Thanks. Um, (laughs) And it lands a little bit. You can see through the arc. This path just continues and continues and continues for that full half mile. There's no way to avoid it. There's no way to avoid it. You do get a nice view of what looks to be more of these little central pieces of broken wall. It looks like there was some sort of a, a, either a small series of structures or buildings that were built once within this cavern that have all completely crumbled to ruin with but a few small bastions of foundation that still remain. Tiberius, how many times can you cast pillars of uh, whatever? Pillars. Uh, grand columns is Grand, the how many times can you cast uh, grand columns? Um, and uh, I, I, multiple times. I, I mean, could we I, potentially I I... walk on columns across this thing, but <clears throat> I mean, I could wall of bend us like a, a stone wall. That's, and just let us walk along that walk and stay above it? Path. But yeah. it goes only so far. Could we go? Hold on a second. We are seeing uh, the remains of buildings scattered throughout. Maybe we could go brought from. Brought a wall out from the side. From the side? And, and then we walk, walk along that side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could do that, right? How big is the wall you can make? Uh, well, there's little eye movements of structures left. We could just hop, Like stone bridge, stone bridge, stone bridge. I don't know. I, how I many can times go 120 there. feet. <laughs> I can make about 120 feet wall. I don't. Could you do you like portion a, about, and portion about, and portion? You saw about a quarter to a half mile of this. Seems to continue. So that might not be enough. Should have to do it 20 times. I think we may just have to walk on to third. Okay. Maybe we can fashion. Should we check for traps? Can we fashion tracks. like snow boots? This is something like snowshoes. Zach starts feeling along one side of the wall. Does the ground look firm uh, and more stable on the edges, or is it all just the same? Bolt? You, you, do you like do you step out a little bit into the area? Uh, hand on the wall. Hand on the wall. I mean, it's a wall. No, but I mean, yes. If, but you step well, out with your hand on the wall. I'm not stepping okay. out yet. I'm looking at the ground. Is it? Pebbles and rock all the way up Double to the All side. the way up to the wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 Lady uh, uh, Keyleth, if you will. Yes. Uh, could you perhaps make a uh, flat, uh, sturdy stone tablet we can all particularly stand on? Sure. Uh, make sure it's under 100 pounds, if you could. Or actually, 200 pounds. I have a little bit more to work with. Um, I use stone sheep, and I just kind of bend down <laughs> uh, and make like a big circle where I am and kind of carve out a little, little cylinder with stone shape. So using a very earthbendery uh, hand motion, you take a portion of the wall right next to you, send it outward and begin to shape it into this large kind of cylinder Disc. disc-like platform that is mm-hmm. on the ground right at the base of the platform. And, and everybody, okay. hop on. Right. I hop on. Hop on. on. Hop on this rock. Oh, wait a minute, right. how much did you take it weigh? A lot. So 200. Oh. Trinket weighs more than that. Yeah, Trinket weighs a ton. Maybe we can All of us levitate together. Trinket behind. So I don't have it. I don't have that spell anymore. 
Uh, how much, how, I need to know how much she weighs for this. Uh, trinket, I mean, looking at it, you haven't really weighed her yourself. You got the Trinket's like, a boy. Trinket weighs approximately. That's a boy? Trinket's a boy, you guys. Frog's 500, yeah. Frog's 500 pounds, average. But a name like Trinket? Uh, Haven't you Trinket's seen his wang flopping around on the big trail? I thought that was his labia. <laughs> so here's, here's the situation <laughs> I could get us all across, but I cannot take Trinket as well. Oh. I'm not leaving Trinket behind. Okay. So. Everybody Why don't we get, get across? And I'll see you what can happens. come back and get Trinket. Okay, yeah. How about you guys go and I'll stay with Trinket? You guys go. No, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. Well, can we, we can't, can we make him weightless and then just tug him along with the, the rope? We can't do that? I have a don't question. Have how, many, how many feet across? It's like half, a half mile. mile. Quarter to a half mile from what you can tell. Like I said, you, you, you only have a vision enough to where the arrow arc, and it was a very long arc that just trailed off, so you gather anywhere between a quarter to a half mile. I kind of just want to run across. <laughs> kind of. Dig, 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 dig. With your heavy armor. <laughs> Sink right in there. I'll just do it. Are gonna be coming Wait, are we getting on the rock? Do, 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 How far do, is the closest do, little do, island of uh, remaining do, structure do, that you referenced? Uh, it's probably about 60, 70 feet up. I don't sense any undead with my primal awareness, right? Uh, the perpetual presence that you sense across the entirety of this bed of bone and glass. Well. If you had to describe it, it has some sort of undead-ish realm. It's not your specialty. I mean, it is, like undead creatures are, and the presence is similar to that. I get my maze of disruption ready. Oh, 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 we're done, we're done, we're done, we're done. We can do this. We polymorph trinket. That's it, yes. We polymorph trinket. Very good, very good. Into a tiny, tiny? Make him into like a trinket. Wait, 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 you're, you're focusing on the slab, aren't you? You instinctively kind of like glance around no, and, the slab just and you notice your the, the holy symbol of, of, of uh, Saren Ray. It has a hairline fracture in it. <gasps> what, 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 what was what? once a perfect and impeccable pissed off her figure God. of design. You've had this your entire life. You look down and see, you don't know how recently, but a portion of the metal symbol oh, no. itself is Mama, cracked. No, this is terrible. Pike, do something. Maybe, 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 the Wendy wheel's this big. You haven't been carrying it with you this entire what? time. I thought it was like this big. Tiberius. Tiberius. I'll take my, my symbol back and put it back on and, and say this is something that I got it. I don't even I, have This that. is something I need to deal with. We can't just put it in a mending wheel. The gods well, reward I I was like, deeds, it's not worth Yes. Maybe it happened in the fight. I think I know why it happened. Maybe because you've been Killing unarmed people? I think it was when I slit the guy's throat. Hey, yeah, it been. Just a hunch. But you know what? We'll do some good deeds when we're done. Yes. All this is something that I need to fix, but I I thank you for for trying. I forgot we didn't have it. Well, uh, Trinket, yeah. what do you want to be? <laughs> yes, a lizard? A mouse? Mm-hmm. What you, a kitten? <gasps> a kitten? A little kitty? You want to be a kitten? <laughs> Trinket glances over. <laughs> you would look at an eye of like, 
Siamese. Oh. <laughs> and I go, and I make him a kitten. What kind of kitten? Oh, he's a Persian. He's a Persian kitten. She gets formed. Shifts down on this tiny oh white puffball oh. with a, a pushed-in oh. nose. Snoopy. Oh. What the cutest You sense immediately Trinket is not necessarily pleased. But it's okay. But we'll deal with it. Well, he's so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> In Draconia, oh, those are snacks. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> let's go, come on, let's, let's go, get on this on. thing. Grog's getting ahead of us. All right, let's go. Is on our stone airplane. Is everybody on? <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the Wonka Vader, everybody. <laughs> everybody quiet. Let's I need to concentrate. Right, hop on. So okay. hop on. Okay. All right, so you all step Go. onto this giant stone. You're, it's really cramped. You're all kind of shoulder to shoulder pushed onto here, clutching your new Persian cat. Oh, Kima uh, and Kurota <laughs> step onto it. Kind of. Uh, uh, I cast telekinesis on the stone slab, and I lift us up and push us. Okay. How much weight can you push through telekinesis? A thousand. Okay. I did all the math. I don't weigh a lot. We're really little. We're all skinny. Slender. Vax weighs 155. Uh, Pike weighs 75. Yep. I don't weigh. Pike weighs 190. Uh, Vex weighs 120. Uh, Scanlan weighs nothing. Sam weighs the same, 75. Uh, Keyleth weighs 125. Yep. Yes. Uh, Kima. Weighs oh, 105. Okay. Oh no, she actually, yeah, with, all, with all of her float. armor will come in, she'd be 105. Rota can float. Uh, Rota can float. Correct. Is that still fall under 1,000 total? Yeah. Should. Okay. Is that right? What about you? Plus the rock. That's why I kept 100, 100 pounds for that. What about you? Do you need those numbers again for the, the calculator? Rock's 100 pounds? It's <sighs> not a lot of stone. It's a very thin piece of stone. That's a very thin piece of stone. Nine. All right. Nope. We're like at nine. We're, we're there. Like at nine something. You can do all the math, right? But okay. It's like nine all right. So you all stand on the platform. It rises up, and it's one of those like all of you kind of like have to gather yourself, but nevertheless, it is now floating. How long does that last, concentration-wise? Ten minutes. All right. Quick, quick. So, begins to concentrate. The stone begins to glide out over this expanse of broken bone and obsidian glass. I hover about around. What's bone break? Uh, just around six feet above the air. That's okay. how high I take it. So you're cresting about six feet. You have to move it around occasionally to avoid some of the large yeah. stalagmites that are kind of jutting out of the bone. Um, Do we see anything in the? I'm like keeping an eye out to see if I see any movement or anything that's maybe sparkles. Keeping an eye behind us. Okay. Just looking. You guys. Oh, I caught it. Keeping an eye out, you see more and more of this ruin, and you can see the. Uh, the further in you go, you start seeing bits of bone that are larger than what's near the, the edge. Oh, you start wow. seeing bits and pieces that are, you know, full bones, so they've been more, you know, still rounded and weathered, but they're less ground down as opposed to the edges where most of the traction seems to be. Um, you get about 300 feet out before you hear a loud, echoing scream across the cavern. In front, of us, in front of you guys. Female, what does it sound like? It's male and it's loud. Uh, go, 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 go faster. I, I push us forward towards towards that that that. I mean, we're going that direction anyway, so I I, I speed us up. Okay. Here, take the moves. As go. you as you as you speed up and continue. <laughs> take I jump moves. on Keyleth. <laughs> okay. Grab some feathers. I'll grab on as well. Why All right, so Keyleth, you transform, maintaining concentration on polymorph for Trinket, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. All right. 
It's not a spell, it's an effect you can do. Yeah. So you, you transform into a giant eagle, you grab both the gnomes, you guys are lifted up off the platform as the platform continues to push forward. Cool, so I get a little bit more control of it now. A little bit more. As you're pushing forward, you feel that the, the stone itself is still kind of, it has this weird wobble to it, but you still manage to keep concentration pushing forward. Um, eventually, a little bit of light from your light spell cascades past one of these joining parts of a wall, uh, and then beyond that, you can see what looks like a few other stone pillars that are sticking up. And you see what looks to be a small party of Duragar that are in the middle of battle. <gasps> there Oops. is one Duragar who is just splattered across the bone floor. You see a troll that is currently in the middle of a fist fight with something that's moving extremely fast, this blur of motion. You can barely make out the physical form before the troll turns and runs in your direction, surprised to see the light coming towards you. And in its expression of extreme confusion and fear, you see something whoosh, pass and its head just Oh, oh that's not grog shit. Hello, fans of Dungeons and & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. We're going to Woodmonster. The uh, troll body hits the ground. As it does, you see bits of bone begin to rise up and pull <gasps> the troll down underneath. Oh, it's really good for not Daggers standing out. Avoid Daggers out. I get my legs. <laughs> All right. As you, got, as you guys begin to push forward, you can see two of the Durgar are now like backing up instinctually. One looks down at his feet now that have been grabbed, and he's being pulled under, and as he starts trying to wrestle himself free, this blur of motion jumps off one of the platforms, spins in the air, and lands with a slam that completely splatters across the rock that he's trying to, he's right next to, this Durgar that is, you see just part of his jaw go flying off to the side, and silence hits him in the middle of his scream. The last Durgar there, you can see who's looking around, sees the stone platform and goes, let me on, let me on! And goes running over and is trying to jump up towards the stone platform you guys are on. Uh, How much does he weigh? Uh, well, he's gonna go ahead and try and grab it. An athletics check. Uh, he makes it. No, kick he him goes off. onto the kick side. Kick him off, kick him off. Up off the side. I will never do that today. We can question him. Okay, okay, you go ahead and poof, you just beat him in the face. Oh God. Uh, he so holds tight. Oh. You're not a very strong person, unfortunately. What is it? What is it? Dugo! <laughs> get it away! Get it away! In eagle get form, it. I am so I'm gonna I'm gonna it. do a, a nice high I'm like kind of swing lap. We're on you! I know it's okay! I'm gonna use my <laughs> I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use I'm soaring high. It's a nice, it's an easy breeze. We're we're on the people mover. Okay, and I'm gonna use my keen sight to mm-hmm. see if I can get like a good Okay, so Using that, you glance down, and in this, this brief moment, where it seems like the, the cacophony of this entire circumstance slows down, and your eagle eyes glance down, and you can see, in a brief moment, the blur stops. You see a humanoid form, uh, a bit of looking at the body and the torso, it looks elven. It's very thin and gaunt, legs dangling, as four giant, jagged-looking tentacles sprout from both sides of its torso, holding it aloft. Two of lifting it off the ground and keeping its body suspended, while two are whipping around in the process. As you're glancing, you see its head 
glance uh -oh. up oh, toward God. the wall, these blank white eyes just kind of shooting around in different directions spontaneously with this kind of maddening look. This whatever this is is clearly insane and is currently driven on some sort of hunger bloodlust. Uh, the stitch marks you see across its body are very reminiscent of the earlier abominations that you saw created oh, no. by Kavarn and sent throughout this cavern structure. He's the only one who sees it, though, at this moment. Correct, yes. God damn it. Uh, do I do see, we it? see it too? Like, uh, you guys haven't yet, in the moment you're, you're, you're talking to this dwarf, you're yes. like shoving him off the platform. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I see it as I'm like cruising through? Let's pull him up. You can, you can see uh, the blur moving. Yes, the twins pull him up, and one, two, Three. <laughs> <laughs> as you chuck the nerve through the air, the creature who's briefly had, had had stopped, and you guys now see its motion stop, and you get a full view of its horrible like form. Oh my god! As soon as I do that, it's I cast head. True Strike. All right, you cast True Strike. Sit down on him. On him? Yeah. On the Jorgar. What it does is it allows me to see. Keep going. I'll tell you. Right. Okay. Jorgar. No, on the Alright, so so it stops for a second. You guys all get a, a view of its vision as it's looking up towards where Keyleth is. Suddenly its head snaps back into focus as the Durgar goes swinging through the air. As it does, it licks its lips, and you can see now where its mouth is. The lips curl back, and the jaw splits open slightly. Oh. With this horrible, kind of predator like fanged jaw. And the two tentacles that are currently up in the air reach out, grab, and just split it in two. Its torso then divides and just kind of sprays it with crimson as it licks it out of the air. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm not standing and watching. So, have we passed it yet? Okay. Everyone, roll initiative. Oh, we're going. We're going in. We should try and avoid him. Oh man. Terrible. Poop monster. Oh God! Uh, oh, we got advantage. Do we? Do we? We're all stuck like on a them? single piece of rock. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing. <laughs> Fine. One of us has guns. All right. And we saw Dorgar. What a good way to put it. One of us has guns. One of us has guns. Pick on the humans <laughs> by the bones. Yeah, the bones pulled down, bones. right? So yeah. it's not just we, this thing. Using yeah. this as the figure for the oh, creature. Oh gosh! Oh, okay. <laughs> um, by the way, Matthew. Yes. Two strike. Um, I extend my hand and point a uh, finger at a target. Uh, I, uh, my magic grants me a brief insight into the target's defenses. On my next turn, I gain advantage on my first attack roll against the creature provided that spell. Correct. As, as it gotcha. Time. So, for the purposes of this, the two gnomes are alongside Keyleth's eagle form. <laughs> we're going to use the little up thingy. Over yeah, we're going to use the levitating thingies. What? Well, yes, we are. Hey. Uh, let me pull them out right now over here. Levitating thingies. Levitating thingies. Makes us look cool. It's been so long. Ooh, I like Ooh. it. There's the rest of you. Hello. And that's the Trinket thingy? is a cat. Oh, yes, that's our Trinket is a cat. Hello, I'm Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. Oh, right. Trinket only has the power of a power you guys have created. Alright, so. Initiative rolls, everyone. Starting at. Yes. Fudge. Alright, uh, 25 to 20. 21. Alright. Let's get the exact top around. Brings. There we go. Uh. 20 to 15? 17. 18. 18? Um, 15 to 10? 12. No. <laughs> 
Uh, ten to five. Eight. Eight. Okay. Team eight. Boom. Pike, what'd you get? Uh, four. Yay! Okay, uh, yay, Pike, bring it up the rear. Team oh, single digits. All right, Team so. Digits. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Top of the round <laughs> is the monstrosity. Uh. As it is a very quick, uh, with the camera. Follow me this way. There we go. <laughs> um, it uses its quite grand move of 50 feet to over, over to this side. Kill it with the skill. Oh god. And it gets two attacks with its tentacles with reach. On who? Actually, three attacks. On who? Three attacks. On who? Um, this is going to be at you guys. I don't need this foot. This is going to be one at Kima, one at and uh, one at you, and one at Tiberius, as you are the three currently within its positioning view. Uh, first one is going to be at you. Okay. Oh, that is going to be a fourteen to hit. Uh, no. All right. So you just dodge out of the way. The one towards Kima. Oh, that's going to be a fifteen to hit, which it strikes her armor, but she manages to just like pull out of the way and it kind of gleans off the side. You can see a little bit of this acid scarring across the edge of her leather armor. Acid. The third strike going out towards Tiberius. Whoosh! That is <laughs> a critical one. Uh, it's, it actually, <laughs> uh, it whips out and strikes the bottom of the stone you guys are standing on, which rocks it for a second and you all essentially get kind of worried, but seems to have no effect. That was a really terrible opening round for the creature. Here's my question. <laughs> Yeah. Um, are, is this all happening still over top of the bone pit? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Vex. Ah, Hunter's marks. All right, so you might on that guy. Let's do it. He is Hunter's marks, and I'm putting right. I'm putting this on here as a reminder of your mark. Okay. It's so fashionable. Um, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna um, get it, sis. Get it, get it. Get lightning it. arrow him. Okay. Um, That's a lot. Oh, yeah. I can't do that because I just. Hunter's yeah. him. Correct. Hunter, I'm gonna hail of thorns yeah. that guy. All righty. Okay. Thorn hail him. Three. Okay. Okay. Um, through my bow no, of just blazing bowstring. Like okay. So as you pull back your arrow, you pull it up. You can see the thorns actually uh, grow rather rapidly out of the the wood itself. And as you pull back, the bowstring itself ignites, setting the bow the. Uh, the shaft of the arrow on fire as well as you release, rolling. 22. 22 to hit. Yes. That hits. Yes. Yeah. So then I roll my regular damage plus 3d10. Correct. Plus the fire damage, which is 1d10. Okay, whoa. So 14 for the first. Okay, and then roll technically 4d10 because it's the fire. 4d10, this is 40. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, course 11, 19, uh, 21. So 21 plus 14? Yes. 35 points of damage. Nice. So, release. Oh, plus Hunter's Mark damage. Yep, there you go. Uh, That's why he did it. Six. Oh, nice. 41 points of damage in the first attack from the Ranger. Nice. All righty. So, you uh, you release the arrow as the creature whips into place. It lashes out with all of its tentacles, and as it pulls back, looks like it's ready to pounce. You release the arrow right towards its torso. It hits, and it looks down instinctually, and it bursts into a spray of thorns all over its face and its torso. You see it reels back from the pain. You can see the flames licking up over the front of its body. You can see there's a semblance of clothing on it. Like, whatever this thing once was, it's still wearing the clothing it had, and a portion of it is now burned off part of the torso. Whoever this poor soul was, there is no shred of humanity left in it. Okay. Um, uh, before that ends, I go, hop off! Hop uh, off? 
No, no way. Not, no. Oh. I'm not stepping on this bullshit. There's, there's undead. Yes. Uh, and uh, this, my turn. that's your turn, and you're holding a kitten. I will use touch into my own. Okay, talk to you. Okay. That brings us to Tiberius. You're up. Tiberius, Tiberius what are you doing? Tiberius, what you got? Okay. Um, everybody, hold on tight. <laughs> you're giving um, us opposite notes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I. Um, what you got? Uh, the, how wide was the uh, stone tablet? Ten t- like ten feet for all of us to fit on? Just enough for us to fit on. Uh, it's, 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 about, it's about fifteen, 15 feet round. Yeah. yeah. That sizzle. Perfect. I uh, move us right above the butthole, Ooh. and um, <clears throat> everybody um, hold on, and I fucking slam all this right on him. <laughs> Okay. All right. So the platform comes cascading down uh, at this at a fair speed, immediately breaking over this creature as it is a pretty thin wall to have only been about a hundred pounds. Just four inches. It completely shatters over the top of it. Everyone who is on that platform, go ahead and make a dexterity check. Get it, guys. Come on. Lift us back up. I get two because it's favorite terrain. Correct. Right? Yes. Okay. Good. Shit. All right. So. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Uh, Pike, another. Uh, Twenty-four. I'm not happening for a while. Oh, me too. Yes. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. All right. So all the rest of you manage to leap off and tumble the best you can to get to the ground, catch oh, yourself. Except for Tiberius. Wait, do I make a dexterity check? I mean, I'm not, okay, yeah. No, You're still on the platform, it just shattered around you. And then, okay, right, and then it's So you, however, fall prone on the ground. Oh no. Uh, from the impact and land on the ground, that's also going to end your turn. Uh, Did it do any damage? Uh, can I not do any bonus actions? Unfortunately, not due to the failed dexterity save. It practically knocked the wind out of you at the impact. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that was the unfortunate part of missing that dexterity check. Okay. Um, however, it does deal uh, from the crushing damage to the entity. Uh, that'll be, I'll say, three d ten points of damage. Ooh. I'll see if it makes it safe to reduce it by half, which it does. You roll twenty one. What's your what's your DC? In your spell? Uh, seventeen. So yeah, so it makes it safe, so it's half damage. So you roll three d ten, and it takes half that. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So it takes total nine points of damage, crushing damage from the blow of the stone on top of it. Nice. As it shrugs off the bits of chunks of stone that are around its body, you can see a little bit of blood is being pulled at the seams of its body. It's taken some hits, but it's still doing all right. But it's definitely, you can see, it's not impervious by any means. Uh, that brings us to Vax. All right. Well, uh, I use my bonus action to click my boots of haste together. Uh, boot of haste. But are uh, magic items resistant no, to? Yeah, it's it's okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, start uh, sneak attacking from behind. All right. Uh, eight. Oh, but it's so eight. <laughs> Two for the first attack. There, you unfortunately do not get sneak attack on this. No. It knows where you are. You do not get the round before of it. Nobody else is adjacent to it because everyone else had to jump off the platform. So no one's right next to it. I'm the closest. Currently, one. no. You're the closest one to it. All right. Because uh, well, everyone jumped off as it fell, and the fact that as soon as you rush towards it, its head 
click over its back and look straight at you, kind of almost the neck bending in the process. me every chance you get with this one. So that was the first attack. This creature is... Is really speedy. It's really quick and very aware of its surroundings. All right, okay, so first attack is nine. There's two more coming. Uh, here comes the poison dagger. Okay. Which is, um, uh, 23. <laughs> 23, that does it. Okay. That is 10. Okay. And then because of the, the boots paste, I get a third attack. You do. And that misses entirely. In fact, I think I threw my dagger into the bones. Who did you roll one? One, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. So So the first strike hits. Second one slams and you, the poison, you, you feel the, the, the poison energy pulse through the blade. Uh, what's the DC on that again? It's 15. That hits. They feel the poison enter its side and it kind of looks down. Um, oh. It, it is immune to poison. Uh, um, I'm sorry. That's all right. Oh, oh abyssal abominations. Um, so the second blade goes in the third one. You go ahead and swing towards it, and it actually slaps the blade out of your hand. It goes and sticks into the ceiling. Thankfully, returns back to your belt side because magical belts are cool. Um, all right, cool. That ends your turn. Kima's turn. Kima. Who, managed, who just managed to land, grabs her sword and reaches over. You can see uh, the divine energy instilled within her blade. She is going to make two attacks against the creature. She rushes towards it. Yes. Back on that side there. Um, it's going to be, oh, yeah, 17, that'll hit. It's 27 to hit, and then natural 20. So a hit and a critical. Oh, it is thing. She's going to go ahead and that's 15 damage from the first strike. Second one is going to be. We can get off this floor real bad. Well, you're not on it. I'm not. All right. Make a dance floor next to them. As she strikes it both times okay. with the sword, you can see the first strike hits. The second one, she swings around and she instills with her divine smite, which does an additional eight points of divine damage. The second strike, whoosh, as it slashes across, you can see the torso kind of splits open. And as the torso opens up, you can see a part of its guts begin to pit spill oh, out. Ew. And they begin to slowly pull themselves back in. She's Wolverine! <laughs> Scanlan, you're up. Okay. <sighs> Boy, do I have a clean light of, lean of, line of sight on her? Or are we too far away? Uh, you, you, guys are, you guys are up in the air being held by her. Probably, okay, actually, yeah. I'd say... I'm, I'm, I'm doing the eagle glide. You guys are about... 30 feet up right now? Oh man. All right, well then, uh, I think I'm within range. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna blind the bitch. So uh, I cast blindness on her. Okay, what's the range on that? It's a girl? It's a her? her? It's a her? Isn't it a girl? What, no, it's a, it's a, it's a male elf. Uh, yeah, well I'm so demeaning to it, I, I call it a girl. <laughs> why Wait, why is that a girl? No, because because oh. it is a, it, it, oh, it, it is a uh, chauvinist, and I know that. I'm prone. <laughs> so what's the range on that scan? Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Disadvantage on his roll. <laughs> You're in the wrong group to be saying that <laughs> shit, man. I'm drunk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Don't play. Nah, I'm not. How far am I? I can't even tell. Uh, I can't even see the board. <laughs> It was beaten into You're about by his seventy feet from it. I can't do it. I don't know what to do. You can do it. You can hold your turn if you want to. Yeah. For oh, until Keelith goes. Yeah. I can hold my turn. I've never yeah. done this before. Yeah. Meaning you can wait. If, like if you're waiting for somebody else to take their turn first, you can hold back until they do theirs. So you can okay. wait for her to pull you closer. I will wait for that. Though. Okay. Cool. And I love women. 
Okay. Oh, you we know, know we know. Biblically. Kilo does Biblically. kind of like, Kilo does like a little dip really quick. <laughs> like All right, gotcha. Make, make scammer. I'm nervous. All right. Two uh, steps forward. Clorota step. takes his turn. Clorota is going to. Alright, uh, <laughs> yeah, the situation's too dangerous right now for anything lightning bolt related. Uh, Clorota is instead going to attempt to use Mind Blast against the creature. Nice. Uh, oh, no, that's not good either. At this positioning. Yeah, no, Clorota can't do that she'll get a bunch of you guys too. God, Clorota! Clorota is. Clorota! Instead, Clorota is going to. Can he heal us? Lightning! Uh, no, Clorota's not beacon. Clorota's gonna cast Blur on himself oh, yeah. to uh, try and keep it from taking any of these points of wounding damage. So he uses his turn to cast Blur. Clorota's form begins to shift and kind of vibrate in and out of place where it's hard to see exactly where Clorota is standing. Clorota is then going to take us two steps back. Unfortunately, in the threat range of the creature, it gets whoosh, a reaction to attack against Clorota. Um, thanks for the Blur spell, though, it misses entirely. So. The uh, strike strikes and it just kind of passes through Clota's blurring form with no effects. Clota moves behind one of the rocks here, actually this far, for cover. Uh, that ends Clota's turn. Keyleth, you're up. Okay. Um, I caca closer. Caca. Oh, like over. Ah. Where? Lower. Um. Yeah. There's good. Okay. Um. Shit. Focus burn. Shit. If I like, I can't cast any spells unless I land. Um, I'm gonna have to drop down. Um, can I kind of like perch on one of these stalactites? You can, but you have to let go of the gnomes to do so. Do it. Can I drop off you guys? Yep. You hear? What? Ah! <laughs> and I drop them off really quick. What'd she say? Okay, so both of you guys make acrobatics checks. Oh, with a disadvantage for you, unfortunately, because oh, no. you're in armor. But, uh, but don't I get a plus 10? Not for acrobatics, you don't. Right. Uh, you're like 16 falling from the sky. 16? Okay. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
That's okay. All right. Eight. All right. <laughs> so both of you guys get relieved <laughs> as you go to For perch the on one of these rocks. <laughs> Put you, I'll put you there. Look, you're on the rock. Good. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, turn back into Keyleth, kind of holding on to the rock. Okay, so we'll put you there. Up there. Keyleth's um, no longer eagle. This is out of the way. Uh, you guys both kind of land. But I'm still, I'm still there. on the rock. I still want to be on the rock. I'm considering you on the rock, okay, but I, okay. I, I don't want to have to try and balance you right there. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Skillin, you land, catch yourself in the bones. You're fine. Pike, you sink into your waist oh, God. at the oh, impact. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Because my armor's so heavy. <laughs> the speed and the weight, your inability to catch your weight and use it, you just go like just oh, stick no. directly into the bone up to your waist. You're a no make I didn't bring your armor. Ah, dang uh, it. Percy, you're up. It's dead. Wait, I'm oh, not going to turn. You turn back. So um, uh, the, the laser pointer's dead. Um, okay, I am now going to make a wall of stone. Just wait, wait. Is there somebody in the way? Is there somebody behind him? Is that Vax? Yeah. Yep. Damn it, Vax. <laughs> Damn it! We didn't ask to be dropped there. Yeah. Um. Where we landed. Shit balls. All right. I'm going to do grasping vine then. No, no. I should probably make a dance floor for us. Yes. I'm gonna make us a dance floor. Thank you. Um. So I'm gonna do a uh, wall of stone. Kind of. Um. How concentrated can I do my wall of stone? Actually, can I do a wall of stone to where it's like. Donut shaped to where there's a hole in the middle, and now I make a wall going across the <laughs> a donut top. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I would say like based on the description of it here, a horizontal wall that's <gasps> ten no. foot by ten foot panels. Panels. Yes. Square. So, yes, you can. So, alternatively, you can create ten foot by twenty foot panels that are only three inches thick. Okay, yes. well then you I'll can. do it. You can wait any shape you desire. So you can make it in, in a, a donut hole type thing if you want to. Nope. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a donut shaped dance oh. floor oh, and I'm gonna make a hole in the middle to where he's still in the middle in the bone, but we're all on rock. Like kind of around this area. Okay, so it's just around all of you guys or underneath everybody? Underneath us. Okay. I'm making a dance floor. That was an excellent move by a strong, independent woman who doesn't need <laughs> a man to tell her what to do. What to do. Or to validate her in any right. right. I call out across the bone field. I want everybody. Not be able to get Pike. I don't the think brotherhood of the sisterhood. Guys. I can't get Pike. No, because it'd be like a weird. There. I can maybe like try to sprinter's boot. Well, just as much as I can do, but I want to make a nice hole to where he's still. I would say if you want, you can either get Pike or you can get these guys here. That's what we're gonna call. Mm. Don't worry, figure, you're do, do some start. damage. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna boost up Pike. Okay. She's halfway underground. The wall comes out and it stops there. It's as far as you can get it. This whole area now. Thanks, man. Is a wall. It pops you out of the stone, and you guys, as the stone lifts you up, you kind of have to catch yourself for a second. But okay. it's not, it's not so abrupt to the point where you get knocked off the side. You're all lifted up about 10 feet. So just mark that area as stone wall. Got it. Except for douchebag. Except for douchebag. Now that I'm within range, may I go? I haven't uh, right After Percy, <laughs> and then it's your turn. You always are all going to Other douchebag. So. so, Percy. Does he get an uh, attack of opportunity if I run? Uh, you don't know. How close am I? I can't see. It took one reaction against Clorota. You're further than five feet away, because had you been five feet away, I could have snaked it. Oh, well, all right. Um, I'm going to, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is going to shoot twice into the face of this asshole. Okay, go for it. <laughs> shoot twice into the face of the asshole, Percy. Uh, 14. 
Uh, 14 does not hit, unfortunately. What? But 28 will. 28 will. Okay. So the first shot you shoot, the body just goes, Stah! and just like, and in totally unnatural sense, just you know, sees where the aim is and is already out of the way before the bullet gets there, returns, but you catch it up with the second shot from the pepper box and blast inside of its chest. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, oh my god, this is awful. Six. Oh, no. Six points of damage. Alrighty. That's just embarrassing. That's something. Oh, no. That's something. Hey, you know what? We're getting close. That's better than a one. <laughs> Pike is just an inspiration no, poster today. You're, you're <laughs> She's like, it's okay, you can do it. Th- do thanks, mom. Alright. Thanks, mom. That's your job. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make a run for it for the stalactite by your by your hand. Yeah, I'm trying to stock yeah. up karma points. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you'd like to shoot sh- 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 on it now. Uh, if I can even get on climb onto it, that would be very cool. If I can grab some of my that's gonna with with your run speed, you might have to do that next turn. I don't okay, think you have to do that. But you get to it. Scanlon, you're up. I'm going to blind him with blindness okay. in his eyes. <laughs> what blind try him. blinding him right. with science. That usually works. Are you using yeah. your hand cone? I am using my hand cone. I assume you do for the most part. Yes. Right. So what's your DC with that? Uh, 19. 19. Good. Yes. Uh, all right. Fails its roll. Yes. Yes. So, so you you see now as the uh, as you reach out and release the arcane essence, you can see this darkness kind of spill up and completely cascade over the white, almost soulless, you know, freaking out eyes of this creature. It's very Silent Hill in the way it moves. Suddenly, its eyes fill over with black darkness, and you can see it beginning to writhe and move around like it's unable to truly grasp the full surroundings. Uh, it appears to have taken effect. Awesome. And then. I uh, awesome. I give a little inspiration to Pike. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just look over her, give her a little little wink, yes, little smile. Spurred her on with anger. Good <laughs> job. So your one d eight inspiration base. Okay. It's all it takes. Good on. All it takes. All right, that ends your turn, Scanlon. I think so. You gonna stay right there? I where am I? You're I on top of the wall the right here. Yeah, I'm staying on the wall. Yeah. Okay. I don't cool. go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Pike, you're up. Okay, so from where I'm at. Yes, on top of this wall here. I, I'm on top of a wall. I'm in a um, guiding bolt. Okay. The whatever it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> the whatever it is. And then, okay, wait, hold on. That's a. Uh, pass that at. Okay, so I can do. So what do I just roll for? You roll and add your spell attack modifier to it. I believe it is to hit for guiding bolt. So I roll the d20 to see if I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it should, should be in the description. Okay. okay. That's good, that's good. 15 plus anything? Oh, plus... Oh, yeah, uh, plus wait, what am I plusing? I'm your, so sorry. Your, your spell attack. It's on your spell page. It's on your yeah. spell page. Top your spell page. Okay. Let me use it in a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 23. 23 does it? Yes! Okay. okay, so then we do... So 46 points of radiant damage to it. It's also blind. Yes. Forty-six. Fifteen, and then I'm going to add my my uh, inspiration from him. That's not fair. You can't add it to damage, unfortunately. Only to hit and ability checks. Save it for later. So nineteen. Nineteen. So as you look down, you you grab your holy symbol, and even though it is cracked, you still feel the presence of Serenray looking down upon you. The divine energy coalesces in your hand, and you throw it forward with a divine wrath as it streaks across the air. It slams into the side of this weird, twisting abomination, 
and as it blasts into it, you can see his tentacles reel back and pull back in severe pain, and it roars this horrible screeching <laughs> scream into the cavern around you, echoing down the hall. Um, it's looking a little rough. It's looking a little rough. Okay, okay. And then uh, there's there's nothing I can do from there, right? Uh, that's your action. You can move if you like. Move along the wall, or hop uh, off it, or whatever you want to do. Come closer to me. <laughs> I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because she's an independent woman. That's a that's a proud choice, and I honor and respect it. But I love women. So currently, because it's. Pike's not the only one cashing karma points. Right. Now, technically, I should remember this, um, but you hit anyway. Uh, and while it's blinded, attacks against it have advantage. Oh, okay. And it's attacks at disadvantage, so that's a no. Sweet. Top of the round now, the monstrosity goes ahead and gets its round. It's going to go ahead and lash out where it thinks people are around it, seeing the wall go up. It's going to swing out towards you. Right. That is a 16 versus armor class. Nice. So as it swings out towards you on the wall, you duck out of the way just in time. A second tendril reaches out and it's going to go ahead and head forward. Uh, let's see. This one actually is going to probably make its way either between either your foot or Scanlan on the wall. I'm going to roll to see who it goes for. It goes for Tiberius. Uh, that is a. 16 versus armor class again. Uh, uh, no. 17. 17? Nice. Um, let's see. <laughs> On the ground, you look up like. No. Get up. My yeah. big toe? Bitch! <laughs> yeah. uh, third strike is going to whip around and attempt to grab. Roll between both. Oh no, it's against, uh, okay, it's gonna go for Lady Kima. That's natural 20. Oh. oh. Lots of shots. She, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a magnet. Even with disadvantage? Uh, even with disadvantage, well, yeah. Well, actually, no, technically, it would have still been a uh, 15, so it's not a critical, but it still hits. That's good. Um, unfortunately, without her full armor, she, her AC is not that crazy. Uh, so it's not a critical, that's nice. That brings it to a total of... 18 points of damage with an additional six acid damage. Way to chemo. Ooh, acid. And the tentacle wraps around her and grapples her in place, and she's currently held in place by its tentacle. Um, she stays where she is. It is now going to attempt to leap away. What? It what? brings all other tentacles into the ground and leaps up into the air. Us. You get one. Yeah. Attack opportunity against it? Uh, 27. 27 does hit. I swing at it with my cane as I'm on the floor. Do I get a Eleven. Eleven points of damage? Alrighty. I think that's worth an inspiration dice. Takes eleven and it leaps away, taking her with it. No! Kima, Kima! I just want to land about there. Whoa. Um, and you can see as it leaps away and lands, the wounds you guys have left on it are slowly healing. Damn it. Son of a bitch! Uh, Vex, you're up. All right, um, I don't want to hit Lady Chemo with any of my attacks, so I'm just gonna have to do, um, I'm gonna do the Blazing Bowstring again. Okay. And I'm gonna attack it twice. All right, go for it. Blaze that bowstring! <laughs> 
That that was a thirty. No, you that have advantage a... on these strikes, by the way. Well, actually, let me see. It gets, it gets a save each turn to try and get rid of your blind. It does. Um, but she's not made. Okay, nice. He's he blind. Yeah. So I'm still blinded. Twenty-nine. Hits definitely. Uh, and twenty-three. Both hit. Go ahead and roll damage on both attacks. First one with the extra D10 blazing blow stream. This arrow one's gonna pull out, burst into flame. The heat is a bit strong for your face, but you release it before it actually impacts any of your damage. Streaks across with an arc of fire and slamming into its side, dealing. Uh, see you in a bit. Take it, sister. Uh, 14 points of damage on the first one. All right, second one. <laughs> what did I do on that? That was weird. Uh, 14 on the second one as well. Nice, All And right. then, I, can I cast War God's Blessing on her and give her a plus 10 for an attack roll? Uh, you, she's already attacked. Oh, I already attacked. But to other people, oh, you can't. And you can do it. And you can do it after they roll. When do you do? You do that after they roll. Like if someone rolls, like oh, it was really that's bad. a really bad roll. You can be like plus ten, and then that might give them enough to push them over the edge. Okay, so you can't add it if it's a fairly. It's not for damage. Just mainly. It's, it's not for damage. Way. It's for oh my god. attacking oh my to make god. sure you hit. Them. I understand. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. All right. But with uh, hunter's uh, mark, she's still hunter's marked. Correct. Oh, did you not roll that damage? Everything's fine. Four. All right, extra four damage from the hunter's mark. Tiberius. Yes. So, uh, do do you get up? You're currently like lying on the top of the wall. I look around and I don't like what I see. Okay. And I try to get up. Okay. <laughs> Stand back up. You're currently at the top of the wall. It's ten feet up. Oh. Really? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Where's Where's he again? Oh, I see his mountains. Oh, I see. The, with the yellow ring around him. Yep. Uh, and Kima's to Next. the right of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kima's being held. By him. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, I. Okay. Yeah, great. I look at him. I look at the. See what's going on. I. Uh, uh, I. My eye on the stone. And I conjure out tele, uh, telekinesis from it. And I guide it towards the uh, monster's tentacle to unwrap it off of Kima. And I'd attempt to pull it off of her. Okay, go ahead and make an Arcana check. That's telekinesis, child. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, uh, 20. 20? Yeah. All right. As you focus your telekinesis, the tentacle gets to shake and is pulled off of her body. Kima wrenches herself free. Oh, She's yes. not currently grappled. Can I also go like, stop hitting yourself! Stop hitting yourself! Stop hitting yourself! Stop hitting yourself! The tentacle starts slapping around its body and it kind of looks confused. It's not enough to really do any damage, but it just looks unsure as to why it's having a hard time controlling its own. I give a nod to Kima. <laughs> well done. That's my turn. All right, cool. Vax, uh, you're up. Uh, all right, I'm still hasted, so uh, I'm going to bonus action to go stealth. All right. Uh, and that I can't see you, by the way. Huh? It what? what? It's, it's blinded. blinded. Oh, it's blinded. But do I still need that to sneak attack though, or does it matter? All right, uh, for this, no, you can. I'm you can running speak. at it. I'm running at it. And since Kima's right there, I'm going to stab the Jesus. Go out for of it. it. Uh, I'm going to roll. Use luck on that roll. Okay, we have advantage. Remember, it's blinded. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, okay, so that is a uh, 29. 29 hits. Okay. Ridiculous. Okay. Uh, uh, which part gets doubled? Oh, I forget. Oh, it's the dice. Okay, so 19 goes to 30, uh, 38. 38, nice. Plus the, the... And then the damage just gets added to that, right? 
Correct. With the sneak attack, and the damage gets doubled. Correct, and then the bonus at the end gets added on the bonus at the end, oh, okay. All right, so, so what that is is 47. 47 points of damage. All right, that's the first attack. So as you rush past, you slam the blade into the side. You can see where part of its seams are starting to open, but it's starting to close up again. You reopen that seam and drag across, leaving a giant wound across its side. Okay, and then with that knife in, I'm gonna wrap, stick the other knife in and attempt to attack it and then drag it to the ground, like grapple it to the ground with my body as I attack. Uh, Second attack is a 25. 25 hits. Okay, Uh, that's seven. Okay, are you doing damage or are you grappling? Uh, I'll, do, I'll grapple. Okay, so there's no damage on this. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. 20, natural 20. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, you grab it and, you're start, and you, you, you pull it. You have it currently held, its, it's physical body is pulled to the ground and you can see its arms uh, are trying to pull it up off the ground and just flipping around completely in chaos in the air. You imagine you're probably gonna have a hard time holding it down, but for now it's currently blinded and grappled. With haste, I have a thousand third attack. You do. I'm gonna drag it across its throat. Uh, that is a 25. That hits. And that's a seven. You don't get the bonus. Oh, no, no, the extra attack you do, because it's with your main one. Seven. So seven damage? Yes. All right, cool. You bring the blade across, and you can see like the blood begin to pour out from it, and as it does, you can see the, the throat opens up. And where you cut in the throat, you can see what looks like white gleaming teeth on the inside of its throat. Exquisite. Yeah. Uh, the entire interior of its trachea is coated with teeth. Has a maw. Kima's turn. Kima sees you holding it down, takes the sword up, swings it, and is going to come on down, spending a level three spell as a uh, divine smite against it. It's at that hits the 22. Uh, this advantage is kicking its ass. Second attack. Nice blind, Scanlan. Yeah, that's, oof. Yeah, no. both hit. By the way, the yeah. first one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oof. Oh. 36 points of damage from the divine strike. I go faster. I'm so hard. <laughs> and 12 points in the second blow. As she comes down, slams it with its sword twice, the first one arcing down with divine energy, streaking across the, uh, the barely lit cavernous area. It hits the ground, and um, it splatters blood across. You can see one of its tentacles is like barely hanging on by just a section of muscle and sinew. Um, however, she looks down real fast, and you can see now these skeletal hands are reaching up and grabbing her legs and starting to pull her down. Um, she's going to attempt to try... Kima or Kima? Kima. Oh. oh, I wonder if that's going to happen to all she's of us. Unable, she's unable to uh, break from that. She's now being pulled down into the ground beneath her. No! Uh, that brings us to Clorota's turn. Clorota is going to move... Who all is on the dance okay, floor? Okay, so with this... Oh, gosh, I can't do this. All of us except for Percy, I okay. think. Clorota is going to stand. No, but I'm going to be on a stalactite in a second. No. Clorota is going to stand here. You need to. And pull back. I got a plan. Begin to coalesce this kind of bluish, crackling arcane energy in Clorota's hands. The tentacles of Clorota's face begin to swirl and pull back into this horrible grimace as it releases this bolt of lightning energy that arcs past just overhead of where Kima is, as Kima's being pulled down below. Uh, <laughs> lightning bolt. Nice. Three ones in a row. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm rolling terribly tonight, guys, by the way. It's mostly in our favor. 
Okay, so that lightning bolt <laughs> would, do, would do 15 save. points of damage uh, with disadvantage on its save. Still makes it. So, <laughs> with a lightning bolt that does a grand total of seven points of damage. Oh no. <laughs> it's better than one, Clorota. It's better than one. <laughs> Clorota kind of looks somewhat I dejectedly. Tried. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best I could do. <laughs> uh, all right, Keyleth, you're up. All right, um. Seeing Lady Kima slowly getting taken under, I just make eye contact with her. All right. What? No, continue. Okay. <laughs> um, and I take a, I'm, I make a grasping vine from that stalactite over there. Here? Yes. Okay. And I, I'm gonna take it and wrap it around Lady Kima and try and yank her out. Okay, all right. So as the vine kind of pulls out of the side of this rock, it reaches out and wraps itself around her body and begins to pull. Um, around her waist, not her neck again. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Good distinction. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Throw so. Throw it out there. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a good thing. So, grasping fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, pull 20 feet. Now she gets pulled 20 feet. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that, go ahead and make a uh, wisdom check. Okay, I'm trying not to hurt her. Right, no, I understand. This is more your strength of will versus the strength of whatever. Just this. adding my wisdom? Yep. Uh, nine, uh, 20 total. 20. So as the vine wraps around her and begins to pull, she reaches over and grabs the vine for extra strength and it pulls her out of the wall. She goes flying yeah. over and lands at the side of the stone where okay. the vine is still loosely wrapped around her, but it's definitely pulled her free of the floor. Uh, can, I, can I leave it to where she's kind of like, it's holding her up to where sure. she's not touching? Yeah, she's currently kind of held aloft by this vine that's kind of like strapped yes. her to this. She's looking confused, like kind of thankful, but also wants to be let go. Can I take a bonus action to shout at her and be like, calm down, Kima, jeez. Sure. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you finish casting the spell and shouting at her, you look down and nurse the ground. <laughs> she begins pulling you down. No, oh, I'm, what? Still on the, I'm still on the slagtite. I haven't moved off the slagtite. Straggling it. Yeah. See? Oh yeah, see? Oh, A little straddle oh, action. Oh, straddle uh, stalactite action. Go ahead. Slagmite? Right, and it's side saddle. It's it's happening. It's really hard to hold on to to be on top of that and cast the spells and talk about this. It's a giant. Let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say go ahead and make uh, make an athletics check. Alright. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 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 twenty-four. Okay, you managed to precariously stay on the top of this slide tight, holding on to it, casting spells and shouting out. All right. Jeez, Keeman, stop! This is hard already. Percy, um, I'm gonna crawl and get and and find myself a seat on top of that stalactite. That's my first thing. I'm gonna do. Uh, okay. Well, at the start of your turn, go ahead and make a dexterity check. Uh, Twenty. All right. Uh, you managed to pull out. Now go ahead and make an athletics check to try and make your way up to the top of this rock. Athletics or acrobat acrobatics? This will be athletics just to pull yourself up on the side. Rock climbing check. Uh, 13. Jennifer Hale check. 13. Okay, uh, you can decide whether or not you want to attempt to ascend this or make any attacks this turn, because right now it's going to take your full round to get to the top of this currently. It's a, like a very thin, jagged, almost vertical wall you're trying to climb up and hold on to. How far away am I from the from the stone? Stones? That could go wrong. From, uh, from the platform. From the platform here? From, yeah, something I can stand on that's not sand. Uh, you're probably about 35 feet. 
If I can make it in a run. You could make it in a run, yeah. All right, I'll, I mean like in a, in a, in a standard movement, actually. <coughs> no, you'd barely almost make it. What's your movement? Uh, my movement is a, yeah, 30. So, so just almost make it? Yeah. Uh, and right now, this wall is blocking you from even seeing the creature. As far as you know, you just see a giant wall and you hear fighting on the other side of it. Um, I'll make it to the top of the stalactite then. So. Okay, so you get up to the top. I'll just put this here as a reminder, but that's that's kind of Better where you are right now. Floor, Better not to be on the floor. Okay. Yeah. That ends your turn. Scanlan. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere I can stay on the dance floor and get a line of sight with the cre- the creature? Uh, I'll say you'll be able to get right up next to Tiberius right here and be able to get line of sight. And can I throw lightning and not hit Tiberius? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay then. <laughs> Uh, I, I, then I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, instead, I will, I got nothing to do. Uh, I will, let's say, uh, I will try to, is she stay it's a he. It's a he. It's a he. Um, I have no, I have no ranged attacks. Except I can viciously mock it. So that's yeah, what I'll do. Do it. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? Your tentacles make you look kind of fat. <laughs> and the elf thing is played out. It's sort of 1990. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. And uh, the whole bone thing is just really tacky. I look at Stanley curiously. <laughs> I just feel kind of about looks that. over. You look <laughs> over your shoulder at, at, at Scanlan with a curious look. Um, roll a four. So essentially, being blind, all it can rely on really right now is this audio sensation around it, <laughs> and it picks up ringing through the air. What hint and shred of humanity within its psyche understands the common you speak in its direction, and for a moment. It seems to sag all its tentacles. Go ahead and roll damage for your vicious mockery. <laughs> you <suck>. Three. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes! It's oh, the only ranged attack. <laughs> I see if there's another effect of vicious mockery. He's sad for a while. Is there anything else it does? He's dead. No, nothing. Yeah, he just dies. He just dies. Negative two mockery. So it has disadvantage upon disadvantage on his next attack. Got it. It's really into the whole thing. Just like he has to do it. No, no. That would be awesome. Pike, you're up. Oh, and as my bonus action, I'm going to give, I'm going to inspire somebody. I don't know. who. I look over at Liam. And I do one of, I mean, sorry, Vax, and do one of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are strangely inspired by that. Uh, okay, uh, brings to Pike, you're up. Okay, so uh, where are we at? I'm so sorry, I can't see. You're right there, on top of the wall in the far back end. You can't even see the entity. It's like way off to the side, and a bunch of people are on a row on top of the okay, wall. Okay, so I'm going to use my, uh, my sprinter's boots and get over... Uh, Everybody's healed. Everybody hasn't really yeah, taken no, any good. Good. You guys have rolled really well, and it is rolled terribly. Yeah. So I'm gonna go like around here, Z's. Uh, so, well, okay. I don't know. Can I have? It's I a very thin wall. Um, go ahead and make an acrobatics check to try and oh, kind of no. move and tumble through the people with disadvantage because you're in heavy plate armor. But you've got inspiration. You do. You do. Oh, yes. You add that to your roll. So add oh, roll twice. You disadvantage. Yeah. Roll twice. Pick the lower. Thirteen. With plus eight. You can you roll, can roll, roll a D8. an eight and see. It's it's advantage, so pick the higher. No, disadvantage because oh, she's in heavy armor. Oh. 16. 
16? Yeah. You just managed to barely squeeze through people without falling off the top of the wall, finding okay. yourself right there. So then, um, since I'm there, I'm gonna cast uh, Guiding Bolt again. Okay. And then um, I'm gonna cast it at fourth level again. Ooh, snap. And then, uh, which is, okay, so hold on. So roll, you have rolled roll attack twice. We have to roll to hit it first. Roll to hit it first. Roll twice, because it is blinded and has disadvantage. You have advantage on it, I mean. Also, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, 18. Plus Eight, your great. spell thing. 18 plus your spell. Oh, which would be uh, 26. That does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. You are at fourth level. That is 76 damage. Whoa! Nice! Whoa. Holy crap. Pike, seriously, perhaps you should spare it for your god. <laughs> Or can offer it in sacrifice to your god? Your brain. Sorry, guys. That's a lot of math. You know what? Women are good at math. They are. They are. <laughs> they, are. they are. Probably better than men. <laughs> I would say probably. Do I add anything? Uh, no, that's just 76. 26? 26 damage, nice. <laughs> Good adding. Hey, thanks. Yes. As you pull through the rest of the crowd, you, you stand next to one, grab your holy symbol again, this time kind of looking up to your hand, this divine energy kind of materializes and shines down on a god ray into your hand. As you gather it with your fingers, it seems to formulate this actual thick rock feeling sensation. You swing it underhand, softball pitch with absolute furious anger that slams into the side of the creature, bursting with the divine energy, doing a very sincerely impressive amount of damage for a small guiding bolt. Uh, it's currently still trying to get back up after Vax has been holding to the ground. You can see as it blasts its side, you are almost pulled over on top of it by the sheer force That's of the okay. impact. Um, that, bring us, that brings us up to the top of it now. Still alive? Still alive. Still alive? It's a freak, alive? Uh, healing factor. It's going to. Okay. After all the impact, all the sounds it's hearing now, it moves over to this vicinity. Ain't he grappled? Uh. Oh, you're you're holding it here. Holding it. It's going to attempt to break from your grapple. Good luck. So you make acrobatics, right? (laughs) Well, it's going to make. Do I get advantage on this? Uh, for the for this check, you do, I believe. Okay, good. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-nine. Oh. Slips out of your grasp, moves over to this vicinity here, and you can see now it kind of the tendrils open up, even though its eyes can't see. You can see what looks like a bunch of gills across its body, slits and its torso, and it kind of almost looks like all of them open up in these tiny little mouths. You can also see teeth rippling through them, and expels this cloud of green gas that around everyone within ten feet of it. Uh, Everyone on the wall right here. Clorota, you are just out of range out of it, and uh, Kima are affected, so that would be Pike. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Vex, Trinket technically, Clorota. So I need you guys to make a constitution saving throw. What? Make a constitution saving throw. Pike, wherever she gets back. Uh, Who has to do this? Pike, Clorota? Pike, Pike Clorota, Did Trinket, Vex. Do I roll for Pike, or is she? Uh, wait, she comes back. You go ahead and roll. 19. Uh, Hesna? No. For, oh, 19, and then for Trinket. Trinket. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Clorota does not make it. Oh, my God. Kima does not make it. I can roll for Pike. All right, go for it. If you want it, if you want to Nova. take that. Oh. Yeah, I've got this, guys. We are connected in a special gnome way that you have no idea how how pure this bond is. Here comes the one. Like crazy glue or? 16. 
Oh. Plus whatever. All right. Oh, plus her weight. I'm going to go to Constitution. Plus what? 17. All right. Trinket rolled a... Seven. Seven. All right. That's so that's the power of but I love. Nineteen. Right. As this 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 cloud of greenish gas just bursts out from all these strange slits in its body, um, you feel this acidic fume fill your lungs and touch your skin. You manage to duck out of the way and resist a lot of the damage. As does Pike, uh, pulling up her cloak in front of the way. You guys take uh, fourteen points of acid damage. Dang. Uh, however, Clorota and Kima. And Trinket all take 28 points of acid <gasps> damage. 28 points? Yes. For Trinket? Yep. Is, is Trinket ki- still attacked? No, tr- Trinket, Trinket's kitten form is taken away as the polymorph wears off. <gasps> Bear. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this bear bursts out from yeah. your chest. <laughs> oh, no. Your shirt is ripped. All of a sudden, my bosom. <laughs> so Trinket's at full health again. The kitten form, I'm going to say, would have about five hit points. So taking five from the 28, Trinket has taken 23 points of damage. Uh, Pike. Pike, you just took 14. 14 points of acid poison damage as this entity vented its torso into this giant fume of acidic It would have been much more gas, if Scanlan hadn't been around. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wish Trinket burst out of Vex's <laughs> torso, landing into the bones below. No, in the bones? Yeah, it's on the wall, out in front of you. No. Now we know how many hit points it takes to kill a kitten. That will actually five. be useful. <laughs> five, five hit points. Five hit points. Five hit points, everyone. Uh, all right. Uh, it's going to, that finishes its turn, that brings us to Vex. That's me. Yep. Is there anything, what's nearby? Is it, I mean, is anything within five Oh, actually, you can see if it, it does resist, it is no longer wondered. Oh, oh, snap. You can see the darkness fades from its eyes, and the whiteness kind of bursts from its face, its intent now, as each eye individually darts around and takes reference of all the points of possible Attack that are um, not before it. Wait, is blindness wore off? Yes. Oh, is anything within five feet of it? Trinket is. Oh, I command Trinket to move. Then, can okay. he? A Trinket can, yeah, if you want. Can he try to climb up and get away from it? Oh no, it'll take a hit, won't he? He will. Do it. If it hits, good miss. Oh god, but he's so low on health. What? Where's he at? He's right I next to it. Get up, Trinket, get up on the wall, and I'm gonna cast um, Hail of Thorns on the thing. Okay, what was the radius in Hail of Thorns? Five feet. Five feet, okay. Trinket is gonna go attempt to get up the wall, make an athletics check for Trinket. He's <laughs> gonna try and climb, to climb, climb a 10 foot solid stone wall, which is. Nice. Bears can climb trees. Bears can climb trees. Trees, yes. Solid, smooth stone walls. More of. But, what is it? But, an acrobatics? It's going to be athletics for Trinket. Athletics. Trinket. I don't know what to add, but it's 19 plus whatever. Strength? 19 plus strength. Or, yeah, uh, 23. Okay, Trinket scrambles up the side of the wall. As it does, The one of the white eyes is looking around like an iguana. Focuses on Trinket. Goes to whip towards Trinket. Um, that is going to be a 24 versus armor class. Oh, it hits! Trinket takes. Oh no! Oh no! Seventeen points of damage. Oh no! Wait, what's he at? Plus an additional five points of acid damage. Trinket's As Trinket unconscious. climbs up the wall, 
and then streaks and falls back down <laughs> onto the bone unconscious. Bear down, bear down, bear down! Oh no! He's lying in the, in the skeleton. He's lying in the skeletons! So you're now there up top, what are you gonna do? You watch Trinket fall and hit the ground. Kill him! Not Trinket. Do I get to, can I move if I attack or is that it? Uh, you, you, you gave Trinket your move on this turn, so you can, you can still attack from where you are. Attack him! Will somebody save Trinket? I'll yes. save Trinket. Okay, then I still attack him. Oh. Okay. But wait, wait, will I do damage to Trinket then? Still on the ground, unconscious? What are you doing? Oh, I was gonna do, I was gonna do Winter Hill with Thorns, but I shouldn't, because he's within five feet. Within five feet. <gasps> All right, I do a regular flaming arrow. You abused your flaming arrow twice, I think. No, 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 I only used it once. No, you used it at the top of the round, too. Shit balls. Oh. twice now. Okay, then, um. I have regular arrows. I'm gonna use Blood Seeking Bow then. Okay. Oh, God. You got it. You're gonna so get your, it. Your Blood Seeking Strike now. With the fury and anger and frustration. 26. Hits. <laughs> okay. It's a spell. I make a 11 plus Hunter's Mark. Oh, I'm no, it's fine. 15. And then the Blood Seeking Bow um, does a 10 bleeding damage each round. Nice. Okay. So it goes back to its turn. It'll have 10 bleeding damage on it. Good. Okay. And you have your second attack, too. Okay. <laughs> no. 24. 24 hits. That's 12. 12. Oh, 13. Okay. So both arrows sink down. You can see like like your jaw is tense and you can feel the tear running down your face, but you are intent on taking this son of a bitch down. Uh, that brings us to Tiberius. Okay. Watch it into your turn. Go ahead and make a death saving throw. For, for oh my god! A death saving, a death saving throw. Three successes or three fails. That's first fail. First fail on trinket. Okay. Wait, wait, what? He's no, no, no. Can I, I can add a plus ten, right? Uh, to a death saving throw. That's so fun. That's attacks for you, unfortunately. So that's one death saving throw on trinket. Uh, Tiberius, what are you doing? This is a grisly situation. Yes, um. Okay. I um. I assess the situation, and I don't like it. Uh, are you serious right now? You're uh-huh. my balls. Uh, that is my, no. Um, I cast Watery Sphere on him and try to capture the guy in my okay. shot. That is plus, oh, plus this. Oh my god, I always forget it's that number. Uh, it's, uh, it's 27. 27, all right. right. 18 plus nine. I'm get familiar with this one real fast, guys. Right. So this okay. was... So we use a spell attack bonus, I'm assuming? Watery Sphere, you said? Oh. Yeah, I was looking that up too. Um, Watery Sphere, got it here. Okay. We're in the air, He's on tender right now. Okay, so it's not about an attack roll for you, it has to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. Strength saving throw. Keep swiping, uh, That's like a 21. What's the DC for your spell? Uh... uh 17. Okay, so yeah, it, the, the sphere appears, the creature is ejected from the side. Ejected? Right there. So the sphere the sphere is still there, but the creature is ungrabbed by it. Uh, does it do damage? Uh, as far as I know, it's just kind of grabs. Uh, Alright, that's, that's my bad. Yeah, it, um, it restrains and grabs things within side when it has them, so that's um, it's more, more of a control than a damaging spell. Uh, the sphere's still there. Mm. Uh, well, fine. Uh, I can still move it. Can you pick Trinket up and bring him up to on the wall? She's got this. Um, 
uh, I'll move it over just to make them all soaky in it anyway. And it doesn't, it's not gonna, I can't like move them, but it doesn't control them, right? No, no, now if he makes the save. Okay. If he fails to save, then yes, then you have them trapped in the sphere, but currently, basically, as you create the sphere, it pushed its way out of it. Um, uh, we're fine. I uh, don't do that. I spend. Uh, I don't do anything, actually, that's my turn. Okay. Yeah. Vax, you're up. Okay, so Clorota is right by it, so I'm just gonna roll along the back of the thing and sneak attack right into its back. Get right it. here, right there. Yeah, roll around. Alrighty. Them. One Kill that dagger mother. in. Uh, that is a twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Okay. Three. Yeah, that is. Damn. All right, three. that hits. Okay, three. Uh, three. Okay, three plus. The sneak attack for me is, is it? Damn it, okay, so three. Okay. Seven. <coughs> Shit. So, ah, uh, 18. Uh, 20. So that's 40 plus uh, four. Mm -hmm. 44, Rogues, man. 50, 51. Rogues 51. are Right Ooh. down, I want to carve a shoulder blade out and away like a piece that's, of turkey. It's not a critical. No. Yeah. Oh, critical's double. Oh, so uh, sorry, scale that back to... That was 20. To, uh, That's a lot for a non-critical, holy shit. <laughs> 20, it was 20 plus 2, it was 22, 29. 29 points damage, still nice. So as you reach back and you, you angrily take the dagger and drag it down, you actually find one of those seams of its, of its arm and you drag it across the front as the arm actually falls off hey! on the ground and kind of squirms on its own. So You've managed just to pull one of its tentacles off. Nice. Okay. Next tag is out. That was a bad roll, but I'm gonna use one of my lucky my lucks to do that again. Mm -hmm. That's that hits. That's 27. Okay. So that is a simpler uh, seven points of damage. Okay. And the last dagger out. 16. That's 26. Uh, for eight points of damage. Nice. Eight points of damage. Got it. Great. How is this? All right. Kima is gonna rush around here. Don't be stupid, Kima. Come in. Kima is going to. She's been stupid, all right? What are you talking about? She's, she's, fighting. she's, fighting. she's, she's fighting with us. Don't she's dispirit her nice. while Kima. we're fighting. This is really awkward for the rest of us, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, we really like her. Kima's going to attack twice with a great sword. I don't like her. I don't like her either, but I'm like openly hostile to her. Kima well, goes and strikes twice, but as she goes with each blade strike, the head kind of glimpses over, sees the attack, and the body bends out of the way the first strike. The second one, the tentacle actually slaps the blade out of her hand, and she has to reach over and pick it up again off the side of the ground. She's been useless this fight. Just the like blind you. was very effective these past couple rounds, but now it's back to its full strength and can see, and you can see now that it's able to see where everyone is. It's much harder to hit, unless you're this guy and this girl. Um, that brings us to Clorota. Clorota. Come on, Clorota. Clorota can't use what Clorota wants to do, unfortunately. Uh, is instead going what to. What does Clorota attempt... want to do? Dance. Clorota. I want to dance. Had it used on you before? You see that the the there was a, a thing called a mind blast that the mind flayers did before in a cone attack that can stun things in front of it, but everyone's been clustered around it, so Clorota can't quite get a place. It isn't going to affect somebody else. Um, so instead, it's going to make a tentacle attack against it. That is a uh, oh wow, that's a twenty-six that hits. 
takes 15 points of damage and is grappled by Clarota. As Clarota currently has oh, its tentacles wrapped up onto it and is trying to pull it down with both a combination of psionic energy and its tentacle grab. Tentacle v tentacle. Keyleth, you're up. Ooh. Um, get him, Keyleth. Get him, Keyleth. Right. Wait, see. So, uh, seeing that, seeing that Clarota just grappled him, I'm like, all right, cool, it's good. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> use um, a grasping vine from the other stalactite and grab Trinket and see if I can around his waist. <laughs> around his waist. Okay, so use another fourth level grasping vine. Yeah. Okay, so the grasping vine from this one here. From nope, that one. This one here. Yeah. Okay, the wall is here, so it'll have to kind of curl around the side, wraps around the body. As it begins to pull, you can see the bones have already <gasps> begun to reach up and start pulling Trinket's body down. Oh, no. uh, go ahead and make the uh, the check for that again, which is... What is athletics? it? Will. Oh, Will? For this one, I think it was, to try and... Oh, we said earlier, I think it was just a wisdom for the person. Let me check real fast, just yeah, to make sure. This is, this, is, this is starting to get down, down to the heavy. Uh... Creature must succeed in a dexterity saving throw to be pulled, but with a th- okay, obviously, let's go ahead and make a willpower check or a wisdom check. Sorry. Uh, twenty again. The vine wraps around Trigon begins to pull. The bones hold tight, and the body is not moving from its position. It's the standoff between the vine holding the unconscious body of Trinket, who is, you can see, like still kind of moving and shifting in the unconsciousness. Okay. The bones are beginning to rise up, almost like the slow tide to begin to wrap over the body. Okay. All right, that brings us to Percy. Wait, so we don't know? Well, we don't know I've, what. I've got a hold of him. It's in a standoff right now. Yeah, like, it's, it's, like, it's tug of war. Yeah. I'll get him next It's not time. sinking, but not being pulled out either. It's just this stalemate right now between the two. The vine is taut and holding it, holding a trinket level. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, spend my, my, my movement to get nice and firm, sit myself down, pull out the big gun. Okay. Bad news. bad news. You can see over the wall now, the top of the slime, which stands about 15 feet to the top. You get to the top, you pull the bad news out. You have a pretty clear shot down towards the entity. Kill him, Taking Percy! Taking the sharp shot. Uh, natural 20 on the sharp. Ah! Oh! <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll damage for this one. This is gonna be so much fun. Get it, come on. <laughs> so good. It is all flashy. Ooh! So Hell yeah. Spend that grip. 13, 14, 15, 16, 16, 26, 27, 37, 38, 39, 41, 42 points of damage. What? How do you want to do this? I take the bead and I want to wait till the eye is looking right at me and then I want to take it right through the eye. Okay, so as the as the entity turns around, its head kind of cocked to the side, its tendrils flailing around it, one kind of lifting it up. You can see it begins to reach up to bring a lash down upon the bear that is being clustered into the ground. As its eye streaks around and catches yours, you release, pull back on the trigger. The impact blows you off the top of the stalagmite. You fall in the air, but in that midsection, you keep your vision on as you're plummeting back in this almost moment as time slows, not wanting to lose this moment. You see the boots insert the head. One of the eyes now goes dark from the crimson impact. The jaw opens slack. Uh, with all the teeth exposing, as the back of the head just splatters all, all across, all across Vax, who is standing behind it, just. I love it. The the giant hole now, where there's so like, you'd see portion portions of its lower jaw are still visible, but the entire top of its head is gone. 
You can see parts of its flesh trying to reach up and reform, and then start falling limp as it's forming against to quiver and eventually fall apart. The seams all begin to unravel, and its entire body begins to fall apart into chunks. Eventually, what's left is this elven torso that slinks to its knees, takes a step, takes another step, and then falls onto its back, completely destroyed. The bones begin to reach up and take its body. Um, Trinket is still currently being held aloft by the rest of the I run up see what's going on, and I cast, I cast telekinesis and start pulling it up. Okay, make an arcana check. You have advantage on this because the grasping vine is also helping you. Oh my gosh. Uh, arcana, uh, 12. 12? Yeah. You, oh, you're pulling, you're pulling, you're pulling, but unfortunately, whatever whatever cursed force holds this land okay. is okay, keeping Okay, I run up and take body. my Mesa Disruption, which also has the holy oil on it, which, which fights against undead. So I All take right. it and I go <laughs> right underneath. All right, so Pike, you're on top of the wall. You look down and see this happening with both the, the effort of both of them unable to do so. You, you leap off the top of the wall, swinging the Mace of Disruption down in a giant arc. You slam it into the bones on the side of Trinket's body. As you do, you see the actual stone and bones around it cave in and shatter into dust just at the sheer force of your Mace of <gasps> Disruption, leaving this big old uh, cavernous space where there once was ground. As you bring it up again, you begin just swinging around the outside of Trinket, releasing all the bone in the vicinity. As you do, you also notice that the uh, the bone at your feet is beginning to grab onto your your legs as you landed. No. Begins to give away and slowly back away from you. Grab onto the vine. Grab onto the vine. Scared of her. Scared me. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Get Trinket out, and I'll pull Ke. I'll pull Ke. I'll pull Pike out. Okay. Pull him. Pull the bear out. Can I just keep like? Between the two of you guys, you managed to to now now that's releasing the bone. Uh, as Tiberius lifts up in the vine grasping, you lift Trinket up, oh, back up onto the wall, and Tiberius, you release Trinket on the top I of the wall. I give him a healing potion. Can I take the, my grasping vine, um, and I want to reach out and grab the elven man real quick? We can. Uh, you reach out the grasping vine, and you lift up the remnants of the elven man. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay, throw, I want to throw his remnants back onto the our dance floor. Okay. Uh, well, your dance floor the, of the wall appears, so you chuck the corpse up onto the stone wall. Poof. All right, so you've all gathered on. You give Trinket, you administer a potion. Trinket heals. Uh, which potion are you using? Um, the, the, the minimal, because somebody else can heal him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heal him. That'll be uh, 2d4 plus 2. Seven. He's only got seven. Okay, so Trinket comes to consciousness. Trinket! As soon as it opens up and the first thing Trinket sees is your face, Trinket begins to lick the side of your face. <laughs> Funny. I'm crying and I'm bending him and I'm saying it's okay. <laughs> uh, Kima, Clorota, and Vax, as you guys are on the ground, you can feel the stone or the, the stones and bones beginning to pull up against your feet. Um, Clorota immediately begins to lift off the ground using his levitation ability. And can I, as I walk, yeah, pulls free like, of the bones and kind of lifts there for a second? Yes. Can just like keep propellering my mace of disruption, <laughs> like as I walk. You can, as, as you're walking around, you're just hitting bits of bone, and as you are, they're just disintegrating, turning to dust. Uh, I mean, it's leaving a track, a little bit like a groove in the ground as you do so. But Follow me. Follow the track. We should oh. go um, before. But I'm gonna loot this corpse real quick, or see if I see anything with this. Make an investigation check with this corpse. Does anyone want to help me? Who's got better investigation? Sure. Yeah, I, can, I, can I would. Help. I've got it, but I'm busy uh, with trinket. Yeah. Yeah. No, never mind. That yeah. Just... No, I, I've got it. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right. Madeline. The uh, you you start looking at it, and like the, the body that the 
the clothes that are on her are soiled and destroyed and are, and are just ruined by whatever process it went through. As you inspect the shoulders where the tentacles are, you start seeing these strange little fleshy nubs. And as you kind of pull away at where the, the wounds were taken from pulling off, you can see there are arms inside the torso that were pushed inside to attach this entity. Can you what? <laughs> you can see like a couple of fingers poking out of each side. Should we take the body? Oh, does it? Do we see any? Oh, further inspection. Ligature? Like, is there sewing? Or has it been stitched together? The, the, the tentacles were stitched to it, and you can't see any actual stitches. Like, this is a weird thing where that's actually it's Magical bonded to it, stitching. but it looks like some sort of strange. I'll do an Arcana check on that, and I got eighteen. Okay, there is a magical essence from somewhere in the torso, but you can't quite ascertain. From Where somewhere in the torso? Do we yes. recognize this elf at all? Uh, n- <laughs> you don't recognize any of its face because it's gone. Right. Bad oh, news right. disintegrated its head. Uh, unless you want to piece all the pieces that are currently on Vax together and try and reform the face. Um, but from what you could tell, it wasn't like anything that? you'd recognize necessarily. I'll take out my dagger and dig into its torso. Yeah, as you yeah. Begin to pull out bits. The rest of you guys manage to make your way up to the top of this stone wall now, and you're all, for the most part, safe. Uh, for the what? time being. Oh no! Thank you for that. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> as you kind of cut through the body, you start seeing there are just layers and layers of teeth growing on all portions on the interior of it. You find the fingers are attached to a hand, which are attached to a wrist. You pull a little bit, and with this horrible, sickening sound, you manage to pull an arm out from inside the torso, covered in its own blood and. Plus the dissertation. Clean that up. Clean it off. Um, the magical essence you were seeing earlier actually is coming from a set of metallic bracers that are on the wrist of the cell. Take them. Let's take them. Why take them? Okay. Yeah. Don't put them on though. Don't put them on. Really? I'll, I'll look at. I'll. I'll inspect them. Curse. Okay. You got a contract. That's Thirteen. Thirteen. It takes you a while, but you manage to get an idea of what the essence of the magic is. Oh, uh, uh, Ooh, what is it? Vex, I think you would. Well, thank you for you, Vex. Uh, really? What is it? Uh, translated, it's bracers of archery. You should check it out. Oh, sweet, I think I can do that. <laughs> I, well, I do. cast, or I cure wounds on Trinket. Okay. And I cast him to 20. Okay, so. Second level. Sweet. All right, I rolled. You roll a 20 total? Yeah. Okay, 20 so, total. so so Trinket heals up to 20. Uh, heals oh, 20 yay! more hit points. Really? So okay. keep keep tabs on that, because that will carry over into the next session. Um, it's okay. All right, so you guys are now standing aloft on the wall. You can barely see past about another 120, 150 feet ahead of you. The sea of bone chips and glass seems to eventually fade into more stone. Let's get out of here. Hey, will you lead the way, Pike? Please. Yeah, your uh, crazy mace bow as we walk out of All right. here. Can air, I just, air guitarist out of you here. know, keep on. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute, hold on a sec. <laughs> My water sphere is still there, isn't it? I'm going to take it and it pushes along our way as well, in front of her who's swinging it as well. Okay. Because I can push it up to 30 feet. So you're, you're pushing this behind her? <laughs> in front of her, just like a nice little <laughs> Well, at least like 30 feet from where we are. Just okay. So the spear kind of crests ahead as you guys push forward. Pike, you're taking your 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 mace disruption with your shield up and just slamming it before you. As it does, there's just like plumes of dust that are being cast into the air behind you guys. You kind of cough a little bit as it's kind of lifting the small spray of dust. You make your way across this this open ca- this this open field of bone and glass um, to the other side, finding for the first time in a little bit of time solid stone ground. You all take a moment and gather your breath. 
And as you're taking a moment, you look over and you can see in the darkness ahead of you uh, what looks to be a faint source of light around another large pillar or cluster of stone in the is distance. Is it a color? Do I see any tracks it's around? It's reddish orange and it appears to have a flicker to it. Do I see tracks? Can I Fire. sense Goliath tracks? Uh, go ahead and roll a survival check. How far away is it from us? Uh, it's probably, say, about 70, 80 feet. 25? 25. Uh, you see more Duragar feet patterns, and you see those same singular tracks. And you said yeah. it's flickering, the light? Yes. Probably campfire. Fire, yeah. Let's go kick some ass. You want to go see? I'll go take a look. Maybe we can make we'll take a rest? short rest there. Is there doing need it? Is anyone hurt? Just a short one. 25. I mean, for spells. I'll, everyone rest while I go peek, because I'm fine. I don't need rest for, we don't need rest for spells. We just need rest for health, right? Just a short rest, yeah. So I can, like, if we take a short rest, do we get any spells back? No spells back, no, unfortunately. No. Uh, you guys stay back while you go ahead and stealth your way up. Um, did you roll disadvantage on that one? Hmm? Disadvantage on Disadvantage this? on it? Your it foot. It's your foot. But the cloak then cancels it out. Though. That's right, yes. So you're fine. So it's a natural roll. So 25. 25, okay. So you make your way through the darkness around the side of the stone platform, and as you crest your vision, you can see the flickering is indeed a small campfire. Not used for light, but apparently used for cooking. As the scent also hits you, there is some sort of meat currently being cooked on this flame. It smells good. Uh, it smells pretty good. Uh, you're not quite sure what the source of the meat is. Mm-hmm. Um, you worry for a second because you see the two Durgar that are sitting there currently holding the meat in the center of this um, are standing next to a giant troll who has its hand on the side of a, a rickety wooden cart. On this cart, which you can see, there are two sets of wheels on each side, there is a large lumbering Goliath individual currently held down with bands of iron. Your mind for a second thinks, oh god, are they eating him? But you see, he appears to be intact, though with a Quick glance as you peer on the other side of the pl- of the stone column, you can see his body is riddled with scratches and small wounds and incisions, and you can see where streaks of dried blood are across his entire body. Oh no! They're gonna try to make him into one of the stitch monsters. Yes, they are. Um, We're you, not there. You also do see uh, across the way there are three tents set up around this area. Uh, one of the tents opens up, and you see a Duragar female step out. Silver circlet across her forehead, long robes. Queen Ulara walks up and starts talking to the Duragar, pointing to uh, go- to your Goliath friend, to Grog, on the front of this. Motions to the other two, and steps back into the tent, closing it behind her as the two of the Duragar kind of like grin. One reaches into his pouch, begins to pull out small, looks like metal hooked utensils, possibly to go in for another round of whatever they've been doing. I'm gonna kill that bitch. Uh, into my earring. Oh, uh, Faxter said we should go. We should go. And this is where we're going to end today's session. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. 
Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. <laughs>